The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, City Ranch Boot Company, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Brazos Landing, Quit Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. Happy Monday. Happy President's Day. However you uh, celebrate. I know some folks are off today, certainly the banks. The banks are out. A lot of folks taking today. The kids are out of school. A lot of them are. Um, so, uh, but we, we press on. We uh, refuse to step aside because we've got a lot to talk about today. Got a big three hours planned for you. Aaron Sexton here, as always, producing and directing. And then, of course, Cam Stewart, who's just continues to become a star on this show. He, he kind of bounced around on a couple other shows, but, boy, now I, we're just getting all sorts of feedback that this is where, this is where the man belongs. And uh, I don't. I think I think I'm, I think we're getting that feedback. But hmm. Cam, um, kind of exciting news off the top today. And I know you've been out and about in the town, and people are trying to partner with the Mosley Show, partner with Cam Stewart. Oh yeah. Um, City Ranch Boot Company is back with us. We've loved partnering with them in the past, and uh, you know those inventory of boots, belts, wallets. Ladies' purses oh, and then no. the best custom-made boots uh, with your preferred logo, importer of exotic leather, and plenty of ostrich, elephant, crocodile, python, and hippo leather. Love a good hippo. That hippo leather oh. is fantastic. Oh, man. It is the best of the best. Yeah. But I, I knew you'd be excited about that. A, I'm a big a fan a of former Jay. Ba- <clears throat> he, yeah. He's a good dude, and we saw him the other night out at – the Brazos Landing, another great partner of ours. But uh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. By the way, just around the corner from one of our other great partners, Hellberg Barbecue. Ooh, yeah. And you know out there, you, you're you a big China Spring, and I want you to mention we got big China Spring news today. Um, but City Ranch uh, Boot Company is just around the corner from Hellberg Barbecue on Highway 185, <clears throat> between Crawford and China Spring, all right, and uh, and and their custom boots are. I know that some of these places, oh, here retail. Oh, we'll go in here and see if we can get something that kind of fits. Oh, maybe it's a little tight, but we'll try to go with it. Whoa, custom is where it is, and that's uh, cityranchboot.com, or you can call two five four eight five five. Seven two two five. Cam, what's happening with um, with China Spring today? I know you've had one eye on uh, on on one of their uh, on one of their programs. I, I I do, as a matter of fact, and I have with me my brand new China Spring twenty twenty four edition new baseball cap from the game. You love this, Matt. It's breathable. Stretchy, it's nice, and it's got the new five stars on the logo because they captured their fifth state championship last year. They open the season today, right now, as we speak. 
against Red Oak, and they're not doing it at China Spring. They're not doing it at Red Oak. They are doing it at the home of the 2023 World Champion. Up at Globe Life Field at Arlington. Wow. 2-0 Cougar lead. The state champs winning in the home of the world champs. How about that? You know, I I love that. And when Jesse was there, uh, he went over to Waxahachie after one of those... Golly, did it play for the state title that one year with Jesse Lopez I believe coaching? So. I believe yeah, so. and we, but anyway, that was exciting. And then, and then to turn around and get it done, I love that coach they hired. Um, you know, to, to That's come a in China and get Spring alum, by the way, Corey Beckham. Yeah, yeah, yeah he had all kinds of connections, but I kind of love the direction they went with the program. And uh, it continues to be a powerhouse in both football, baseball, I'm sure other sports. Number one in the, the state two. right now for baseball, by the way. They, they, they return a lot, Matt. So they, yeah. you could see them making a deep run. You could see them down at DFF in Austin uh, again this June, potentially. Yeah, that DFF has uh, some stuff, some new additions. I think you and I would have fun out by the bullpen some yeah. little some little hangout. I mean, it's it's something we need to consider on the Brazos, the Brazos boys, out at Baylor Ball. A Ballpark. lot of potential, isn't there? Yeah, there's some stuff we could do out there. Now, again, of course, those heathens from Austin. It involves the sale of alcohol, <gasps> and um, we do Watching not do pearls. that on the Brazos. I could see maybe. What if they ever did? Would they ever do like a B, BYOB situation? I feel kind of like sneak. it was, and you would know this yeah. better than me, but looking back at some of the old videos, it looks like that was an unofficial thing, Matt, in that those right field that, like, what I, I don't even they know. Were, it's they just were hanging out, out there in right field. Yeah, I'm not sure what they were doing. I mean, like, maybe that was allowed if you were outside, or maybe they just didn't crack down out there if somebody wanted yeah, to be outside the park. Obviously, as a Baylor student, I was not taking part in any of that. And, of course, we had to the the previous ballpark and uh what Farrell Field anyway it was uh it was, and then they finally got lights when i was when i was an undergrad they finally got some lights Woo. and that was a big deal let there be lights it's kind of like when the cubs got lights and so that became a huge deal that was a big deal at Baylor and uh, i shall never forget being there the night it, i had the t-shirt let there be light it was a good Baylor, you know, kind of a Very biblical Baylor, type yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I love that all these uh, – I know uh, you've been in talks with uh, one of the great pizza shops in all of Central Texas. Um, I mean, it's just really cool that more and more people are dying to partner with us. And I think that is a – that's a good and healthy sign. Now – there is somebody trying not to partner with Baylor. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good we, – we talked about Jay from City Ranch Boot Company, who we saw at Brazos Landing last week. Matt, was there anyone else we saw at Braz, Brazos Landing last week of note? <sighs> yeah, and I got to say, I was focused more, like, on the players <laughs> and their size and everything. Yeah. And I didn't even think to look for Coach Kapilovic who he just had on the station, and then looking back, that was ridiculous. I should have been like, hey, coach, what, how you doing? This is Mosley. This is the guy you were on with. But I was kind of enamored with like, oh, man, look at the kid from Ohio. Look how big he is. Well, Kapilovic had been on the ground helping bring some of these players in, and I hope now they don't 
they don't follow him to where he's headed. Uh, but we got the weird news today from Pete Thamel, Chris Kapilovic. We'd we'd opened our hearts to him, opened our doors to him. I think we had done it on promise of a letter. On promise of letter, we were going to let him join the Baptist Church. I don't. I don't. Not sure if he had the proper Baptist background, but we were going to let him in. And he he has left us today, and he has gone with Kalen DeBoer to Alabama. And and you go, well, Matt, doesn't he have to do that? Well, maybe, but like, could have could have done it before now. And kind of, you know, I guess you I guess you do have the ability just to stick it out, like to what. What you, the person you took the job from, and the contract you signed with Baylor. I guess there is kind of an old-fashioned part of me that thinks maybe you honor that. Um, and, and and given the way Baylor, you know, was going last year and all the new offensive coaches they brought in, I would have to think he was paid extremely competitively. I mean, you can say whatever you want about Mac Rhodes. No one's ever accused him of not paying. I mean, they do pay coaches and assistant coaches a lot. A very fair market value, above fair market value. And Chris Kapilovic says, I've enjoyed my time here. Appreciate you guys. Enjoyed meeting my old line. But I'm going to go to Tuscaloosa. And he is leaving the Bears. And now... The Bears have, we have a huge opening, and we have a huge hole in our hearts where Kapilovic used to be. And I, I do love, by the way, you know, I'm kind of doing this somewhat facetiously, but one of our one of our longtime colleagues in the industry, I mean, I like it because he'll like kind of cotton up to somebody and be like, well, I mean, you know, you used to be with Fedora. I mean, we're. We're excited to get to know you. Yeah. And, boy, this news happened today, and he turned on him in a – I mean, it was kind of <laughs> like <laughs> – I, I mean, it's kind of funny. He did the same thing to a famous former women's basketball coach here. Oh, I yes. get a kick. Yeah, I get a kick out of it sometimes, how, how, how quickly we just turn on people. But I will say, he's got a point on Kapilovic. I, I like to call him Kapilovich. What can we call him now? Kapila Trader? Kapila Sneak? Yeah, we'll have Kapilla, to workshop that one. Kapila Ditch. Kapila Sneak? Kapila Ditch. Yeah. Ooh, I liked it because his name was kind of like Because it actually goes with his name? You like that? Kapila Ditch. <laughs> Chris Kapilovich. Now, I don't want to go with that on social media. I know you will. Yeah, probably. Because I don't, I don't want to get labeled as like a... Oh, Mosley was nice to him on the air, but the minute he left, yeah, this is the Mosley this is the golden part of me him. not being on that because uh, not that I was like anti Chris Kapilovic or anything, but yeah, but you, I, never... I'm I'm pretty trepid when it comes to these new coaches coming in. I like to give it some time because we hear the same things about all of them, right? They're they're great recruiters. They're say that again. What are you? You're you're because trepidation is what. Oh, did I say trepid? Is... Whoops. Well, yeah, 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 but no. That, you'll I, you you'll notice that, tepid. Matt. I'll just say random words that are barely, <laughs> barely words. No, I just know how much you care about this stuff. So I, like <laughs> I the, do. On the occasion. For, you... <laughs> I, I, I care remarkably a lot for how much I just start talking and have no idea where it's going. <laughs> trepid. Know, I'm, I'm sticking with I, it. I'm just going to stick to my guns. I'm, I'm, I'm trepid not, about it. <laughs> well, there's a word called trepidation. Yes. And I don't. 
I, I've, I've got to look it up to see if trepid can be used as just kind of a standalone word because I think of the word tepid. But again, this is Aaron will tell you this is kind of what I do. Can can be a bit of the overcorrector, <laughs> but we're having fun. And, and so I was all that to say I was not Kapilovic. like, oh, here we go, Kapilovic. Like let's let's get into this, and everyone's going to say yeah. he's a good coach. Of course, Larry Fedora is going to say he's a he's a great coach and a great guy. But like, and and I understand, especially with offensive line, you can only get so much with numbers, right? But like. I, in all these years he's been coaching on the offense, I think he's had like one top 20 offense. So, you know, I know it's not the whole thing, but uh, Michigan State, that was a dumpster fire last year. They didn't have a good offense. They didn't have a good running game at all. Um, and they did allow a lot of sacks, not as many as Baylor did. Uh, so all that to say, maybe they won't miss him. I don't know. But, I mean, if you could do that and get a job at, on the Alabama staff, that's that's not a bad not bad work if you can get it. Jeez. I mean, I, I thought Larry, I mean, this is a long-time Larry Fedora associate. Oh, and yeah. Larry had been so gracious. Larry got his rear fired here after one year, and he could Larry could not have been nicer. He may still live among us. I think get, Larry's out there listening because Larry – I think he would stream, but he doesn't know. He doesn't, I don't think. I don't know. I don't think he's gotten on there. Oh boy! But do I have great news for you, Mosley? Before we do, we have move a, on Do we have a new hire? Even better. You ready for this? Yep. Trepid, adjective, fearful or apprehensive. That kind of works. Felt, that kind of works. Apprehensive would have been the word. Trepid. I, I would say I was afraid, so apprehensive to be afraid, but maybe. Uh-huh. Well, see, I think of the word tepid, but that's kind of like when you give a real weak, soft response, like right, a tepid right. yeah, yeah, or yeah. Tepid, tepid water. Answer. Trepid, I think of trepidation. But if trepid is a standalone word, <laughs> I didn't I, even know I, this. I will hand it to you. It I works. I must have heard you. it somewhere. You know, I'm still an impressionable young man. You know, the word that bothers me uh, to this day is the word travesty. Do you ever use that? Do you I try say, not to. It's that a, was a travesty word. Yeah. Well, that's the the big time Kaufman County spelling bee. There I am as a fourth grader. Going in to win the spelling bee, Kaufman County, known for its great spellers. Of course. And and I was there I was closing in on a major victory. And and the late great Billy Day was like a judge or something, and she throws out travesty. And I went I did not I now of course I know it's T R A V E S T Y. But I went with T R A V I S T Y. Oh. And, I, and if I'd have won, I would have well, gotten to go to That in itself is a travesty. Yeah, the Dallas Morning News spelling bee, and then I would have been in the running for the scripts, you know, the one Whoa. they have in the D.C. Big one. yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's interesting. And then you ended I, I up, then you ended up spelling things correctly for the Dallas Morning News. So I did, you made yeah, it a long by way. The time, by the time I became a writer, they had spell check. <laughs> <laughs> funny how those two things went together huh did you guys have something kind of like uil where you went to high school your public high school in the northeast did y'all have like a like would you have academic type competitions did you did you ever go no. to any of that cam no as a so matter of fact that's not your... just because i couldn't have been in them 
it's just we we did not have them. None of none of the academic stuff. We didn't even have one act play or See, weightlifting. I think you would have been great. I was I, always I got, a tremendous speller. I went to state in something called UIL in high school. This really this makes me look so cool. Uh, it was called current events, and there oh, may have been wow. something else like extemporaneous speaking or something. But no. But the main thing was current events. And that, that's, that's basically if you were up on the news, up on all the stuff. And um, I feel like you would have been great at that. I hope so. You, you have a brain, you have a mind that for like a lot this stuff happened. A lot of people your age don't care about anything that happened before them. Oh, yeah. I'm a big past events guy. Yeah. 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 You're past not wired that way. Culture. Which is a compliment. Yeah. I, the I, I, that... If we did like a mu- any sort of like music trivia, like I would be way better at like the 60s and 70s than the 2010s or 2020s. Like I, I shut off from popular music, and I think that's kind of what it has to do with where it all starts. I really shut off from popular music like 10 years ago, like completely. So Interesting. now I just know these other stuff. Better. You shut off <laughs> about the time Usher was checking out. Yeah, me and, and Usher, Usher both. Usher now has yeah. come rolling back. Yeah. Wait, we got to look the same, too, like body-wise. By the way, I, I, I did want to, yeah, you and Usher shirtless yeah. exactly mm-hmm. the same, basically. Corporate <laughs> yeah, um, says it's the same picture. Yeah. You're a different race, but I would say from a, yeah, just from a, tone standpoint yeah very similar um i love that the bears you know they had that tough opener in softball and then they just came rolling out this past weekend and that was a top 25 louisiana team they faced and they just said boom 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 and they took them out one of the games was in uh, extra innings so glenn moore's team has come rolling back and i gotta say i know they started 0-3 but i saw a lot of encouraging things from mitch thompson's uh, ball club up in Arlington. Oh, yeah. I mean, every one of the games they were in, in fact, it was like 5-5 five to five or 5-4 five or 4-4 four to four against Tennessee, and they're like the number five team in the country. They lost that game 11-5. to five. So, I mean, you know, there's going to be some pitching depth probably still, some concerns. They'll be – but they started in those last two games, started hitting the ball a little bit better, and – um I, I, I lost 7-4 to Oregon in 11-5. And I know this seems like kind of a backhanded compliment, but I don't mean it like that. Like, I um, I thought they competed. Yeah. And I, and I even like some of the response from Ty or one of those pitchers. I think his name's Ty because he, he had a good quote. He's like, hey, this is going to make us way better. We're going to be battle-tested, and so we're going to be ready to roll. And then they get going – tomorrow against Lamar on a nine-game homestand. So, uh, get out. I, I think they're going to be way more competitive. And then and then once they win a few games, they'll get they'll get better at closing these things out. I but, would say um, so. And, and you know, know this about college baseball too, Matt, is like more than any of the other sports, when it gets out of hand, it can really get out of hand. Like, you know, you see it at like the end of a series on a Sunday or something. It doesn't matter kind of what the rankings are. If you just have one of those days, it could be twenty-five to four. Like that that's that's not completely unheard of. And so so this again sounds like a backhanded compliment, but I promise it's not. They didn't let any of those games get out of hand. Really. No. I mean, six runs, yeah, that's you know, not close, but you didn't let it get out of hand. You for a bunch of guys who are making their collegiate debuts or first time in 
in the Big 12 and getting some major competition, they they hung around. And we're still early enough in this era because baseball is harder to regroup and rebuild, I think, than the other sports. Uh, we're still early enough in this era that we're we're taking some some moral victories. But hey, nine game homestand. That's that's where you get back on track. Yeah, and then we had the. I know Aaron was very into last night's NBA All Star game. I, <laughs> he would not I, shut up about it this morning. I watched uh, Luca and Jokic pal around and be best friends before the game, and then I turned it off. That was the only entertaining part. So do you think that means Jokic to Dallas? I hope so. Or hope Luka to hope Denver. Mean Luka to Denver. <laughs> Man, oh, those boy. dudes are so close they are. and so funny, and they're just goofing around with each other. Like but Luka cares brother, little a little about – What's that? It's like a big brother, little brother thing. Yeah, except I don't know who's the big brother because they both were acting like little kids and slapping each other and all that. But uh, Jokic is my favorite player in the NBA, and then Luka is easily top five. Uh, Donovan Mitchell continues to be in my top five. But, uh, wow. And Keontae George, I should say, and and Jeremy Sohan because of their Baylor Baylor ties. Yeah, good on you, Matt. Did you see that uh, Keontae the other night? Like, had went for thirty three and thirty three and nine. Yeah, or right something before like the that break. In the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Had a big, big game. He was capable of this, man. He he's getting better by the game here. Yeah, Did, I, does that surprise you how much he's contributing as a rookie? I know you don't watch every Jazz game, but like, he's a consistent double figures guy. He's averaging double figures as a rookie picked outside of the lottery. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yes, that he's that he's doing this well, this quickly, <clears throat> it does, and it just it's it just goes to show. Like, think about that. Jared Butler was a far more accomplished. Davion Mitchell. Part of it is like getting to the right place, mm-hmm. but you know, Jared's just kind of trying to hang in there. He's on a G League team. Davion was was had carved out a role for himself with Sacramento, but has kind of he's real hit and miss as far as playing time. Part of that is Mike Brown just for whatever reason hasn't really gone with him. But you just never know. You never know. But here's the deal. Keontae as a true freshman, he got hurt. And so I think we look at it differently. But Keontae was the greatest freshman in Baylor history. Like, I'm just talking about purely scoring, and, like, it was crazy. Like, before he got hurt, he was doing unbelievable stuff. And um, and and the good news for Baylor right now is, like, and we'll talk about to Scott Drew about this at 520 today, but Walter, who's kind of been, you know, hasn't quite lived up to expectations, probably because the expectations were too high, has gotten more aggressive and a little more selfish on the offensive end, and I think that's a great thing. Oh, yeah. I think that's a great thing for the Bears. And he scored 23 the other night, and he was 6 for 17 from the field, and I didn't care. Like, to me, that was a great sign. Okay. Yeah, I want him shooting, and Keontae was kind of a volume scorer himself, but whoa. Uh, Yeah, yeah, those those are great players. Okay. 
Uh, wow, strong opening. We'll do some NFL blitz, but uh, Cam was right in the middle of the uh, the Brittany Griner um, jersey retirement. I watched every moment of it. In fact, listened to Lori and Derek and the whole thing prior to it. the 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 actual ceremony. We've both got. We both have thoughts. We all three have thoughts on Brittany Griner's jersey retirement. It's next. Baylor Bear Baseball, all season long with Derek Smith and Tom Barfield on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears play their home opener Tuesday at Baylor Ballpark hosting the Lamar Cardinals. 3.45 for the warm-up show, 4 p.m. first pitch for Baylor Lamar Baseball Tuesday. Follow the Bears all season long here on the home of Baylor Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bred, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Morrison's Gifts and would like to thank all of their friends, family, and extended family, their customers, for another amazing year. They would also like to extend a special thanks to Eminem Broadcasters, ESPN Central Texas, and Shooter FM for helping grow their business through the uncertainty of the pandemic and recent economic concerns. Morrison's Gifts would especially like to thank the community for shopping local. Morrison's is a proud Baylor alumni-owned business serving gift-giving needs of Central Texas. Go see our friends at Morrison's Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100-plus years of combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. Does your truck need some love? 
At Texas Truck Love, they love your truck as much as you do. Are your vehicle seats causing back pain, neck pain, or sciatica? At Texas Truck Love, we feel your pain. According to the American Chiropractic Association, we spend 293 hours a year driving. The ACA lists vehicle seats as the number one cause of these painful issues. Texas Truck Love has just the solution for every vehicle. From show and work trucks to family haulers, they offer a wide variety of services, including seat repair, new leather upholstery, OEM parts, and aftermarket accessories, all at competitive prices. Texas Truck Love, located at 4793 South University Parks Drive in Waco. Check them out at texastrucklove.com or give them a call at 254-313-2946. That's 254-313-2946. Ask about financing. Remember, Texas Truck Love loves your truck as much as you do. Every day, Incommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, Incommons Bank offers modern-day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At Incommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at IncommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Mosley, Cam Stewart, Aaron Sexton. Here we are, and uh, what a day it is. Monday after Brittany Griner's jersey retirement. Thought it went off. Without a hitch, I mean, you got to hand it to, um, I mean, and a lot of folks, you know, weren't even here. Um, obviously, I'm trying to think back to President Livingstone because she was a professor at Baylor at one point, but I don't know if she was on campus. I don't think she was when uh, Brittany was playing. I don't think so. Mac certainly was not. Um, and yet, man, the appreciation for her, some of the videos now good on uh cam i mean the people that are selling this baylor plus that product Mm -hmm. i guess that's i don't know i mean i I think the the play fly folks are involved in that and whoever else but i think a lot of it's baylor yeah baylor they've done a nice job because they're putting a lot of that material behind the pay site the play the baylor plus yeah and 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 I I am interested in that documentary, uh, the BG documentary. And uh, we had Lori Fogelman on Friday before the big deal, uh, before all the stuff got going. But uh, Cam, you being there, boy, you were given. Well, you were selling tickets. Uh, you were uh, you were you know yeah, scalping tickets else. out in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, no, you was, were uh, <laughs> doing my civic duty, helping helping a friend. No, you you did a you, you were doing a nice job, and you weren't gouging anybody. I think you were selling it for the for the you know cover price, the ticket charge. Um, uh-huh. And uh, I, but the the whole thing now again, I jumped on to kind of see what. Lori and on ESPN Central Texas, see what Lori and Derek were up to. Then I kind of was able to listen to the whole thing, watch it. Um, I mean, it, it was uh, it. I, I thought the the way the the banner looked in the presentation 
Um, I, I, you know, I thought everything looked great. I mean, I, and they showed a lot of it on ESPN two, but being there, Cam, the only thing I would have, I think, did, did she, I mean, she was so funny during the game. She went out and dunked at halftime mm-hmm. when they had that dunk contest. Um, I kind of wanted to hear her on the mic. Yeah. Cause I thought, Hey, I thought that would be kind of neat if you're going to have this enormous thing, but you know, listen, they they catered to whatever she wanted. And I would imagine they said, do you want to say a few words? And maybe she said, no, nah, I'm okay. But um, I thought, the you know, the presentation and then Nikki's involvement. Um, and then, of course, they put a beat down. I don't know. Did Tech not bring its team? Oh, that was, I mean, that's did, a horrific group. I mean, that's group. not a good sign. It was, wow. that was bad, bad basketball. I mean, I don't man. know how, I mean, it's a good sign for the Bears, but I didn't know Tech was that bad. I mean, they, they didn't no, even show up. I like, mean, they, they, they yeah. made a good stride last year. You remember they were, they so. were excited about the way the yeah. direction was going with Gerlich. And, and so I, I just, I hadn't seen them play this year, so yeah. I just didn't know. Um, you kind of are what your record says you are, and then you see him out on the court, and that was that was abysmal. Just abysmal. oh, I would like TCU's chances, and most of their players they just got from the student body. <laughs> yeah. They just had some open tryouts. Uh, I would I would pick TCU in a heartbeat over them. Um, but but Cam, being in the middle of it all, give us the give us your take, your front row seat. Almost right, exactly right. I was like fifth yeah. rows, great. Ooh, that's great so seats. nice. What was the what was the experience like? And did you you weren't there obviously when she was playing, mm-hmm. but you obviously know how much she meant to the program and how she is one of the great players in the history of women's college basketball. Oh yeah. What was your what were your emotions like, and what was the whole scene like? In fact, I think Brittany Griner being so great is what finally got me as a kid in Massachusetts to realize the difference between Baylor and Butler. Um, so I think that's really what got me to know actually where the school was. Uh, it was an awesome ceremony. It really was. And, yeah, I, I'll get this out of the way. I definitely thought we would have heard from Brittany, like she would have grabbed the mic, you know, get a good sound bite or whatever. And so, you know... you. She doesn't, and she she doesn't grab the mic, and she doesn't. She has like a security team following her every move, and so it looks kind of non personal until actually right before halftime, she was heading into the tunnel uh, by where a lot of the you know the the donors, the Baylor Bear Foundation members sit, uh, uh, kind of courtside and behind. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? But yeah, she's walking in there, and Matt, she she couldn't move without running into someone she needed to hug. And it wasn't people harassing her. It was, it was her seeing all these people that she hadn't seen yeah. in years, and yeah. and up, and hugging every one of them, taking pictures. There, the, the the team, the security team is trying to grab her away. She's taking pictures. She's talking with these people, telling stories. Like it was really, really like heartwarming to see. This was happening basically right in front of me. Um, but the ceremony itself, it it was fantastic. I mean, the. The ovation the video, she got. How the was video the video tributes. and everything? The music seemed, sounded good. It was good, yeah. I, I thought we would have saw some more from like her Baylor teammates. I know Odyssey Sims was there, but we didn't really see her until halftime. Uh, but overall, like it, you got the message across. Um, you heard from some people um, who are still at the school now in that, in that video. 
And what was really cool, Matt, was when, like, you could tell that it surprised Britney the ovation she was getting. Like, it, it was a really good crowd there. You know, it wasn't. Which surprised me. But yeah. I noticed the same thing. I was like, she was, I think she was taken aback a little bit. Yeah. Like, but it, I mean, and there's, you know, for the most part, the vast, vast majority of Baylor fans have nothing but love for Brittany Griner. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I just think know. she sees what, what goes in the Twitter comments. And yeah, and that and, and that that's Which the worst is, of the worst. It, it really is, you know. Like, and I don't want to just and, pick and out people individually, but like, yeah. that, that's just a cesspool, no matter what the topic is, right? Yeah. And, that, and that's not usually the vibe of the room, not usually. Um, and so, you know, the the cheering starts to get louder, and it just doesn't stop. And you can tell she thinks like she thinks it's gonna die down, and it just doesn't. And she starts waving everyone, and it's it's it was a great great moment um and you can see obviously the genuine shock on her face you've seen the pictures and the videos by now uh when that thing gets unveiled that 42 um which i think it's funny she's the seventh in program history to get her number retired but there's just one hanging from the rafters there uh but she is the best of the best and it it was it was a great ceremony you know you saw nikki's jacket that was really cool with all britney's accomplishments on the sleeve and she nikki was really the one that that spearheaded this it was just pretty, I mean, pretty much everything you could ask for. And I think Brittany did talk to some media members after the game. I saw there were some some quotes out there. So I don't know if that was coming from directly from her or not. Uh, but it was just a, a fun, fun game to be at because she was back. They had every, mm-hmm. basically every TV timeout. They had some other video tribute to Brittany, whether it was, you know, the first dunk or the triple double or the national championship. And so you kind of got to relive her career as it went throughout the game. And of course the moment of the game, which is what you already talked about, but they had this slam dunk contest at halftime. Okay. And they bring some, some students out there to do it. And they good. They completed some dunks. I mean, they, they got ambitious with it and didn't connect on, you know, some windmills, some, you know, backwards dunks, but uh, they, they they landed a couple, and they get to this finals, which I don't know if they even knew there was going to be a second round. <laughs> and I'm saying to my guy next to me when they're with, I'm like, you know, if I was out there, I'm Brittany's sitting courtside. I'm, I'm pulling her out there, you know, to try to jump over her or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. even if you can't land it. Just make her involved somehow, right? And so one kid does it. He wants her to throw the pass off the backboard. They try it twice. It doesn't connect. There's kind of a lull before this next guy goes, and Brittany just picks up the basketball, turns around, and just slams it down with one hand, and the place went berserk. Like just, it was just like the old days, at least I can think. And uh, it was it that was like probably the biggest cheer of the day after that number got raised up to the rafters. It was I wish I had my phone out for it. It was really a cool moment that she just picked up and just just dunked it home. Place goes bananas. Um, overall, fun, fun day. Yeah, that's um, that's pretty cool. And uh, she, you know, seemed like she had a great time, loved it all. And then the players kind of fed off that energy. Never know how that's going to go. And they came out, put it on tack, and got out in transition. And and so that was nice. Uh, Texas Tech. Apparently had uh, I was I mean after a while I wasn't really paying attention to the game because it got out of hand but 
They, I think they ended up with 29 turnovers. Yes, that is I correct. Mean, just, just pathetic. I mean, Gerlich's got a uh, – what does Gerlich do? I mean, after a game like that, I mean, did she just go, well, it was Baylor? You know, I, I don't know. I uh, that, that, Especially, but, but, you know, like they have a great women's basketball tradition, obviously. They they won a national championship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and we've seen that they can, they can have success in men's basketball. Yeah. They've made a couple of really good hires there. Like, I, I think Hokut does a good job over there hiring coaches. Um, they might need to look around. Things have not gotten any better under Gerlich. Yeah, and they're falling I, behind in this basketball conference. By the way, I saw Saturday they had an event, and, and I found out about it by just seeing it on social media. And, of course, I was like, I would have gone to that. I would have gone to With this Brittany? event. Lori was like on with us Friday, and then Lori was moderating a private, but it said Baylor alumni. Cam, are the two of us Baylor alums? I, I like think, to I, think so. I've got yeah, a piece of paper it, for it. Yeah, and I just thought I would have bought a ticket, and even if mostly no media. Well, it's not like they're going to let me start shouting questions from the audience. Right, right. Lori was moderating it. Um, I, that thing looked fun and and like a great opportunity. To, to enter our here, and I'm sure Lori did a beautiful job. And, of course, how can you watch that? Well, Cam, you can subscribe to Baylor Plus. <laughs> Something, it's like both For genius the low price and a little, of. <laughs> it's, it's a little frustrating and genius that, like, this huge weekend that everybody would like to be a part of, they're, they're, <laughs> other than, like, what they did out on the court, they sort of put it all behind a paywall like here you go and again i i've been in the newspaper business you gotta you gotta make a living at this and so i'm not one of these that complains about a paywall uh but in this instance i i was just like man i would have totally attended that or bought a ticket and gone or whatever i mean that i'm just wondering like because i kept asking people did you know about this did you know about this and they're like no no, and I think the trip found out the day before they weren't invited. It's like, oh, no. but you know what? I think, I think probably it just, you just never know what could come up. You know, what kind of, because there's been some ugliness, as you said, out on social media. There's a stuff, you know, when she was detained and there was some thought Baylor didn't do enough. And then there's the falling out she had with Kim and Baylor, the whole thing. Um, I, I hope those two come together someday. I think, as Bryce noted, she did apologize to Kim privately, and you say, what did she apologize about? Well, uh, yeah, it was basically when she left Baylor, um, she uh, had choice words about the program and about Kim. Yeah, the way she went about it, yeah. Yes, but whatever. The good news is everybody showed up. It was a great crowd, and I was never worried about, like, People were asking the questions about like what what do you what do you expect the reception to be? And I I was thinking it's kind of like we were talking about the other day. Cam, like nobody well, that was people a, yes, that was might me be question. mean yeah. or whatever, but they weren't gonna go. They weren't gonna buy tickets to this game so they could boo Brittany. <laughs> like everybody that was in there loves her, loved that time at Baylor, loved what she meant to Baylor, and celebrated her. And, and all the other stuff just kind of, you know, went away for the most part. So, anyway, thank you, Cam, for being 
right there on the fifth row, accounting for all of that. That's why I do it. And uh, that was big. And um, Aaron and I were really enjoying just listening, watching the whole the whole business. And and I like the fact that Swoops was on the call, the the former tech great, mm-hmm. and then Brenda Van Linguen or Lingu. Anyway, she she's good too. And they did a nice job of accounting for it, and and certainly had an appreciation for Brittany, as did some of their big national folks like Rebecca Lobo and others. Um, Massachusetts certainly, legend. Yep. Yeah. I mean, some of those people have had to walk a fine line, but Holly Rowe being the same, right? Because, like, if they're tight with Kim, but they're also tight and appreciate Brittany. And, and both are valuable to them. You know, that's kind of a cynical correct. way to put it, but that both correct. of them are bridges you want to keep. And so, yeah. but you can't talk about one. You really got, and you, it, yeah. So that was the elephant in the room the whole weekend, but. She wasn't going to be there, and she may never come back. I mean, it's like, I mean, did Bob Knight ever go back to Indiana? The answer is no. Yes. And he went back once a couple of years ago. That was it. Did he go to the game, or did he? Yeah, they had a, I don't remember what team, 81 okay. or 81, I think, because Isaiah they, they Thomas They honored one of those there. teams? Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. So that was probably 2021. Probably so maybe when was, she's his like, days were limited. Maybe when she's like 80 or 85 or something, she'll come back. Oh, <laughs> I hope she man. comes back sooner than that. I I hope they yeah. can honor her in some way. She deserves yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But well done, Nikki, Mac, uh, President Livingstone, Brad, the whole gang. The whole thing came off really nicely and, and uh, enjoyed it. And, boy, Cam's presence there. I know I've had people from Baylor reaching out to me. Love what Cam's done on the podcast. Love how he's, uh, you know, how he's accounted for all this. So that's good good work, Cam. You made us proud, as always. Um, Okay, we have something called the NFL Blitz Package. We'll do it next. Glenn Moore and Baylor Bear Softball all season long on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball continues on the road in Palm Springs, California for the Mary Nutter Classic. Games Thursday, Friday, and Saturday against Notre Dame, Oregon, UC Riverside, UCLA, and Missouri. Join Foster Nicholas for Baylor Bear Softball on 101.3 FM. How do you measure the human spirit? In pounds? In milliliters? In the distance traveled between yesterday and today? Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Learn more about how we care for your whole body, mind, and spirit at adventhealth.com. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan, you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. 
Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine Diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. Paparola's Pizza, Waco's oldest family-owned pizzeria, with two locations to serve you better, Valley Mills Drive and Hewitt Drive. Come down in for a unique experience or use their convenient drive-thru on the way home. Order online at paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. That's paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. Paparolos, voted the best pizza in Waco. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Matt Mosley's show, you hear the music, you know what it means. Uh, it is NFL time. I was just looking at this crazy Des Bryant bet that he won. <laughs> uh, we may need to mention that. But, Aaron, where would you like to uh, start today's, uh, and, and don't forget, Cam Stewart alongside 3 to 5 Mondays through Fridays. Made it through a full uh, week last week. Yeah, made it. Got that checked off the bucket list. That's right. That's right. We'll uh, and we'll really seem to, really seem to finish strong. So we'll hope for another full week from you. And I would say that week of the twelfth, I'm going to need you and Aaron to both put in a very full week. Oh yeah, the twelfth through the sixteenth. 
of March. All right. I just want to get that back get to that Italy on or getting to another part of Europe this year. <laughs> I probably should tell our bosses at some point. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, if they're listening, they. Yeah, know. But that's the good thing about it being a three-man show is the show can go on. The show must go on. Exactly. London Town. London Town. Oh, that's, that's where I'm going for vacation. Mine's in the summer, though. My nice. old stomping ground. Nice. I once did. Semester. I once did Baylor in the British Isles. I know they call it something. Is it Baylor in London now? Or did, did it you? Could, well, mine was just in London. So I know there are okay. some that they do in the summer specifically that go around to Ireland and Scotland as well. Mine was we started in Italy oh, and wow. then stayed at the Westminster Abbey School. Um, and and that, that's where I did, um, I don't know, three or four weeks one summer. Baylor in the British Isles. Oh, what a time. And also Italy. What a time. Yeah, Italy was that first week. <laughs> we had a big time over there. Learned a, learned a lot. Um, I tried to take a couple of classes past fell, and then I decided <laughs> that they were getting in the way of my sightseeing. And yeah, so I get I, that. I dropped both classes. <laughs> <laughs> you nice. taking pass but, fail courses is the least surprising thing you've ever seen. <laughs> <on this show. laughs> I swear, um, you could take a foreign language class in in the UK, yeah, just for the accents yeah. and the slang. I think that should yeah, be some, yeah. a, co- a Cockney. Is I kind of like a cockadoo. Good uh, Cockney I, I, accent. Yeah, I could do. I Michael could Caine. Do yeah, yeah. Rotten scoundrels. Yeah. <laughs> West Ham United, they all support West Ham United. Yeah, Harry Redknapp. Very good. Those is loving this. He's loving yes. this. Strong, <laughs> strong. I was over there when um, when John Daly won the British Open. Wow. That would have been 1995. And it was at St. Andrews. And then 2000, Dad and I were over there to watch Tiger win it. Uh, yeah, the year 2000. And you know who his biggest competitor was at the time? I mean, mono and mono with Tiger. Nope. Was he? I don't. David Duvall. Yeah. Who's... At one point, Duvall was awesome. And then and he, he just started yeah. weightlifting, and it just ruined his career. <laughs> like, really, yeah. he put on, like, 20 pounds of muscle like Tiger did. It didn't work out like it did with no. Tiger because he couldn't play golf it, after. You know what me and Aaron also, were thinking, he, Matt? You were in... You were in England in 95 when me and Aaron's favorite band, Oasis, was just ruling the charts. No, even back then, I think Ar- <laughs> I Arctic, don't care. Arctic Monkeys were already back. Oh, come <laughs> off it. <laughs> da, 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 da. That's a great song. Summer yeah, that's a banger. Ni- Summer of 95, uh, the battle for Britpop. When no, they and uh, even Oasis uh, no. misnomered as Britpop. The Smiths were better. Smiths uh, are great. They not yeah. better, but great. When I was at, when I was an undergrad when that song came out. I am, I am Superman. And I couldn't do anything. Yeah. That was great, man. That was that was our the Depeche Mode was doing its thing. There was some good stuff happening. All right, Aaron, do we have any? <laughs> we could talk about this all day. What is, what is this, NFL Blitz? Yeah. What, are we, what hey, kind of NFL stories do we have? Well, you mentioned Des Bryant, so we'll talk about yeah. that. As uh, people who uh, bet on sports should know, parlays, which is betting multiple things at once, mm-hmm. generally a bad idea. It's not a moneymaker. 
most sports betting isn't, but especially. Unless you're good at yeah, it. Parlays are especially mm-hmm. bad, but apparently not for Des Bryant. He uh, hit a 13-leg parlay over the weekend. The parlay was at plus 54,215 odds. So he put down $767.68, very weird amount, on a 13-team parlay that ended up winning him 400, a little under 417,000. Among the legs was a plus 105 money line bet on Nevada to beat UNLV. They came back for a massive second half comeback to win that game and help him win his parlay. And then he sank another thousand into a multi-leg parlay that included a bet on U.S. tennis player Taylor Fritz beating Tommy Paul in the Delray Beach Open today. His luck would have it. He won that too when asked about how he was picking so good. He said, honestly, I have no clue. I just put Fritz down because it looked good. Nice. So you're saying we should all do that. Yes. (laughs) We should all do that. I won't need to work. I won't need to sit here with you and Mosley from three to five. If I just hit one of these parlays, I could sit pretty for a while, work on my British accent so I can get my acting career to take off finally. You know, he part of his parlay, he did y'all see this other one he hit? He hit an enormous one on a futures bet. No, I don't think he, it did. No, nah, he bet that uh, Chris Kapilovic would leave Baylor for Alabama. In less than three months. <laughs> what a brilliant move. <laughs> it was 90 days. And he had got the it, under two and a half well months. He got well under the wire. Just got it. Yeah. He, 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 he bet 90 days and got, made him. Didn't even have to sweat oh, it. Made boy. it by three weeks. It's like a president. Kap- first 100 days. Yeah. Kapilla ditch. I like that. Yeah, just be careful with it. Just be yeah, careful saying it really fast. sound that one out. Yeah. It could go I, bad in two different directions. I don't know, man. I I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna. You know, what's the thing you always try to tell people when they break up or something? You know, something better is gonna come along. Plenty of fish in the I sea. Think, I don't know. No, I think plenty of O line coaches in the sea. Jarrett Anderson. What well, Baylor? We say we. He's got a plan for you. Yeah. So Jarrett Anderson has coached O O line. He's coached everything. You could move him over. I sure. mean, you could bring back Sean Bell. Bring it. Yeah, he look, a is he settled O-line in yet? Coach, he's it. He's over at Houston. Sean Bell is, and his brother, China Spring Legends. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, the other one though. Yeah, that this Des thing that is crazy. And you're right. To then he on that tennis bet, ridiculous. I was with a buddy today who's a big gambler. And he's going through cancer. In fact, I sat with him today during his infusion, which uh, if you know me and know how squeamish I am, that was like I was more worried about something happening to me than him. Yeah, I feel more bad for the other guy, to be honest with you. But he was, uh, he was, uh, I I was asking him about, uh, because he was way into gambling. I said, what was your favorite sport to gamble on? Because he had to quit because it got away from him. And he said, tennis. And I'd never even thought about it. Never even, I've never even occurred to me to put money on a tennis match. They're, but, uh, yeah. Those wide, the bets, the, the sports that aren't bet as heavily, I yeah. think people think they have a better edge. And I think that's I usually so. not true because Vegas is yeah. usually pretty spot on with the line. Yeah. Yeah. But he was making the argument that, and, and that, 
I said, well, okay, since you got addicted to sports gambling, could you go to Vegas? And he, and he was saying that Vegas is a totally different thing, that he's fine playing craps, but he can't bet on sports anymore. Just from the couch. I don't know that, that sounds, that's ideal. I know. <laughs> I, that sounds like the person who's. It sounds like an addict some, talking. Correct. <laughs> correct. You can only talk lose like that for 100%, many years. but you can win 200%. Yeah, I talk like that for a lot of years. I recognize yeah, it. Exactly. All right. Um, I hope he's listening as we try to solve some of his issues. <laughs> call him out. The main thing is we're trying to knock out cancer. <laughs> All right. Uh, Aaron, what else do you have for us? Chiefs guard Nick Allegretti won his yeah, third I ring like him. against the like 49ers him. in the Super Bowl, and he did it with a torn ulnar collateral ligament. Oof. In the Chiefs' 25-22 Super Bowl win, an impressive, impressive performance. In an interview on the Jim Rome Show, Allegretti said he suffered an elbow injury at the end of the second quarter while blocking 49ers pass rusher Nick Bosa. Sorry, it was his elbow, not his knee. That I haven't suffered an injury like that until then. I immediately knew it was something you heard pop, you felt it. And knowing minimal about anatomy, knew that something was wrong with my elbow, which I love that quote and the honesty of it. But despite that, and that's got to be tough, especially with the outstanding defensive lineman on the other side of you to try to defend him with one arm. Pretty remarkable. It's tough. It's tough. I've seen, uh, I've seen him, you know, but that's, that's like in baseball that puts you out a year. You'd have to have, go have Tommy John surgery and he may have to have something similar to that. But uh, to, to get through that game, um, that's pretty big time. CBS is happy about the overtime. It was the in the Super Bowl. It was only the second overtime game in the history of the big game, but it translated into a lot of extra revenue for CBS. Ten additional advertisements were featured during the overtime that produced an additional sixty million dollars wow. for CBS per Sportico. Wow. That's that's going to become fishy if more of these games go to overtime. <laughs> hey, they'll just write the script every year for an overtime game. Oh man! <laughs> I mean, we basically we've got a whole other quarter. That's the last play of the overtime, right? So uh, that's yeah, wow. that's absolutely a full quarter. That's mega. Yeah, that's. I don't even understand how that works. Does do, do the commercials if th- they get run again? Do they have to spend I'm more pretty sure on they, advertising? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have contingencies. Like, they'll tell people, if we have overtime, do you want the spot? And obviously, most of them will say yes, because that's going to be the highest viewed part uh-huh, of the game. Uh-huh. So I just I figured that's wow. what they do before the game, is they sell them just in case. And yeah. it worked. <laughs> Golly. I mean, that is, that is really something. I mean, I... Baylor ought to look into that, Cam, with that Baylor Plus. Yeah. You know, like, what if a game goes to OT instead of continuing on Big 12 Plus? Oh, boy. Yeah, that would be good. Could they just put it behind Baylor? Oh, yeah. The people would react (laughs) measuredly to that, (laughs) including myself. I am amused with our Baylor Plus people. Again, I think I'm, I'm, I'm aggravated and impressed that they would take this huge event at Baylor and basically say, hey folks to see any of this, to enjoy any of Brittany's comments you'll need to pay up. And like you'll all need of to it pay too. To play. Not yeah. like one or two things free but hey if you want to keep watching. You yeah. Know? 
Yeah. Uh, that's weird. But <laughs> it's like, they're still running promos, by the way, which says Baylor Plus is coming soon. Of course, they <laughs> debuted nearly six months ago now. Where are they doing that? Uh, at the games. Yeah. Baylor Plus is on its way. Oh, you know what I haven't watched yet? I don't know how this is uh, related. The Sopranos. But no, no. I, I watched that. But... True Detective had its finale last night, and I think Jodie Foster has been incredible in it. I mean, she's such a great actress that I'll, you know, I'll kind of watch anything she's in. And I didn't last night. I made kind of an adult decision. I thought, you know what? If I watch this at 1230 to 1 in the morning, I'm going to be hyped up, reading about it, and I'll be up till 2 or 2.30. And I just put it off until tonight. But now the problem is... We have a huge game tonight. Like at 8 o'clock, we've got a big Monday game. Houston and Iowa State. This is So far, this is the best game of the year. Yeah, this is going to be, this is big. So that's going to push my true detective watching back a little bit. All right, what caused Cam Stewart a lot of consternation? And why does it involve Big 12 football? That is next. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. The Brazos Landing is proud to showcase their new upscale bar to Central Texas, the Bourbon Street Bar. Guests are able to savor 93 different labels of bourbons, whiskeys, and scotch. Also, over 110 varieties of wine are featured, in addition to a nice selection of Texas beers. Ask about the new Bourbon Street Bites while enjoying your drink. This menu includes oysters on the half shell, meatball wellington, chicken fried steak sliders, and beer-battered flounder tacos with avocado salsa. Where I-35 and the Brazos River meet the Brazos Landing, Waco. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. The next time you need service on your garage door, do yourself a favor and call Precision Garage Door Service. Veteran-owned and operated Precision Garage Door Service services all brands. They offer same-day service with professionally trained technicians arriving with fully stocked trucks. All calls are answered by a live operator 24-7. All major cards are accepted and financing is available. Serving all of Central Texas, Precision Garage Door Service. You can book your appointment online or call 254-522-9657. Learn more at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. 
Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. You're home for the world champion Texas Rangers. ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo. Business owners deserve financial security, and we're here to help you achieve it. Let's build a relationship and develop a financial plan that can help safeguard your business and nurture your dreams. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. listening to ESPN Central Texas live from the Allen Samuel Studios. All right, um so much we've already had, so much to come. Pete Souza, our buddy, and he gets he gets put on these big games. He had Baylor West Virginia the other day. He's doing um somebody's playing at Texas tonight, Kansas State. He's got that game. And uh, and he's got there's a lot he likes to comment on and there's stuff we want to talk to Pete about. He's also a big Cam Stewart and I'm and I think he's a fan of Aaron's as well. Pete Souza will join us in about ten minutes. Uh, Cam, I you know there's a lot we could talk about, but I I do and we can we can always come back to this. So don't feel like you got to like you know empty your clip on this. But I. It's interesting, man. Anytime you get worked up about something, I find it interesting. And I, I think this was uh, about a lot. <laughs> locked on that locked on podcast, the locked on Big 12 podcast. Locked on Baylor. The locked on locked Baylor. On Baylor. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Does our guy still do that? The locked on Big 12? Yeah, yeah. The one who oh, okay. we apparently don't talk about. Talk about every day. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody sent me today a picture of that fur coat. They, it's like people think I want to see all this. It's like, <laughs> I don't. I don't need to see this. I get enough of this. What's that thing? Yeah, he texts you, you that get... directly. <laughs> <laughs> it was just from him. Check out my numbers. coat, Mosley. <laughs> Can you do something on Facebook where you hide some things, but they don't know you've hidden it? You know, yeah, like yeah. You, oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Is there an option where you could just like? If you just needed to go on a break or just take a little break from something, but then oh, they wouldn't you mean like know that you, you did. You not seeing it? You mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think you can yeah. mute yes. it. Yes, you uh, can. You can. Any, anything then, in particular? You can snooze anything for thirty days by clicking okay. on the three dots. It'll give you that option. I, I can hit the th- the snooze button on somebody. Yeah. No, yes. no, nothing. nothing I do that all the nothing, time. 
nothing comes to mind. Uh, <laughs> just some people general, just have a little bit too if, much if drama some it. months, yeah. you know. You gotta, <laughs> just, you gotta mute them. Got to take, got to occasionally. Now, I like, I'll tell you what, old Aaron will have a meme or something. And I'm always like, now what's Aaron? And of course, my narcissistic self. Half the time, Aaron's putting Aaron. like. Oh, I'm infuriated by people who do this. And I'm like, wait, is Aaron talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is most of the time, yes. <laughs> is, this, is this, is Aaron complaining about me on, on Facebook? <laughs> All right. Um, now, what, Cam, what got you so worked up? I mean, it was like, first of all, who is, who is Josh Pate? And what is his involvement when it comes to Big 12? And, and what was he trying to rank? That seemed to draw your ire. Yeah, so Josh Pate is a national college football analyst. Late Kick Live is a show. It's a big. He's a big deal. He's got like one hundred and fifty thousand followers on Twitter. Excellent. And yes. Anyway, so he power ranks the now sixteen. So looking at the teams that are going to be in there next year, the sixteen Big Twelve teams, and he bases it. He uses program, not team program. And he uses a three-year blend of the okay. following. On-field production, talent acquisition, stability, and resource pool. And amongst that, he has yours, mine, our, Baylor Bears, number 14 out of 16. And so if you look by it, if you, you know, scroll by it quickly, Matt, you're probably thinking, <laughs> you're probably not thinking that. But if you scroll by it quickly, because that is the correct response, by the way, is the boo. Um, if you were scroll by it quickly, you're thinking, okay, well, Baylor had a bad year, right? And, and you know, it's three losing seasons in four years. Like, that's, that's not a, a great run that they're on, and they're probably not going in the right direction as it stands right now. But he's not talking about a team. He's talking about a three-year window of a program. And that year that Baylor did not have a losing season, they did pretty well. They, <laughs> they, won, they won 12 games. games. Yeah. They won the conference that we're speaking of here, and they won – a New Year's Six Bowl, and had a top five national ranking at the end of the year, um, which is better already than almost every team on the list, right? Like, if we're talking about recent Big 12 championships, it's Baylor and Kansas State because the other team would be Oklahoma, and they're not in the conference anymore in, in this power ranking. So I'm, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, okay, Arizona State's ahead of them? Colorado's ahead of them? West Virginia, Arizona. Look, Arizona just had a good year, right? They won 10 games. Jed Fish was the savior. He's gone. He left. He's not there anymore. And before yeah. that, they were, what, 4-8, and eight, I think, and then 1-11. So the year that Baylor was 12-2 and two and winning all these championships, Arizona, a team that's apparently a better program in very recent memory, was 1-11. and 11. And Colorado, I mean, that's just... We like who the coach is. <laughs> I mean, Colorado, Matt, this even surprised me. In non-COVID years, because they went 4-2 and two in 2020 in just a COVID schedule, since 2005 when they got just sledgehammered by UT in that Big 12 championship game with Vince Young, they have had one winning season. That's almost 20 years they've had one winning season. Arizona State... Is bad. Like that's been one of the worst yes. Power Five programs the last decade. That athletic department's terrible. They had the Heisman Trophy winner and went three and nine in twenty two. Like, and and they're saying that's a better program than Baylor. 
This is well, a really short memory. Like now you're Colorado, going back four and eight, uh, one and eleven, four and eight. The last three years, by the way, that's yes, better than yeah. Baylor. Now some of these you're going way back, and you're right. The 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 young Pate, this Josh Pate, got got a nice looking dome there. I'm looking at him now on the scene you sent me. Aaron Sexton goes to uh, Josh Pate lookalike contest. Yeah, he and Josh Pate both look good with the bald head. Aaron and Josh Pate. <laughs> um, I would say. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, like, what is he, for instance, to your point, why is Texas Tech fourth out of 16? Is it just because... And ahead of TCU, sh- by the way. I mean, they like, they what? underperformed last year. They won, what, six, seven games the year before. The guy gets fired the year before that. Like, so, I guess he's giving huge points on NIL resources, Money coming in, and maybe he likes, maybe he's doing because Joey does have the social media stuff working. I don't, I yeah, don't he exactly just, he doesn't know. Watch Big 12 football. I mean, I would, say, I would say, I would say OSU is number three is interesting in the sense that they had a big turnaround this year, but boy, they, they, they lost to Baylor. And then they lost a bunch of players. I'm talking about in that that title game. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why Oklahoma State is necessarily so high. Utah has been dominant in the past, so I really don't have that big of a problem with them being up there. Um, but yeah, the tech thing is weird. And then like UCF's way too high. Like yeah, UCF that was another one. I was like, seven. What are we doing? Is just like what? Do you like Orlando? Do you like the theme parks around there? Like, there's certainly nothing that's happened in other than I will say that coach seems to be recruiting pretty well. Elzon, yeah. like hitting above his, uh, you know, above his weight a little bit. Oh, and by the way, did you see who's ranked last? Cincinnati, which mm-hmm. you kind of look at. You don't really bat an eye. They're not this great historical program or anything. But if I'm going to make the argument about 2021 for Baylor. And finishing top five, Cincinnati made the college football playoff that year. Yeah, like quick. How quickly we forget this. It, and, and and if you want to say that's too long ago, then don't make it a three year window. What what are we doing here? And it, it's just it's silly. It, it, and so much of this, I think, is based yeah. on what he thinks. Like the potential. Does Colorado have the potential to be a better team than Baylor this year? I would sure. like. But like, I would like a Josh Pate. Um, Cam Stewart, kind of a like the old days when uh, Gore Vidal and uh, and uh, William F. Buckley yeah. used to used to kind of go one on one with the conser- hardcore conservative versus the liberal. I would like a Pate versus Stewart. Just I'd like y'all to work through this because he might be able to defend some of his points. And it's gonna it's gonna be weird on. when Baylor like has a losing record next year. It's gonna be weird to pull back that clip. But I'm just it's more a, an attack on recency bias. Yeah. And Josh Pate is the sacrificial no, it's, lamb it's, it's, who it's was a, putting out these dumb rankings. It's an attack on the Pate family. Most not. And know, I'm not afraid to do that. I know. I know. I question okay, his loyalty as an American. Major guest coming up, Pete Souza, live from Austin, where he's preparing for K State. Against those horns. That's next. This is ESPN Central Texas. 
Every day, InCommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, InCommons Bank offers modern day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At InCommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hey, Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine. Open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. Does your truck need some love? At Texas Truck Love, they love your truck as much as you do. Are your vehicle seats causing back pain, neck pain, or sciatica? At Texas Truck Love, we feel your pain. According to the American Chiropractic Association, we spend 293 hours a year driving. The ACA lists vehicle seats as the number one cause of these painful issues. Texas Truck Love has just the solution for every vehicle. From show and work trucks to family haulers, they offer a wide variety of services, including seat repair, new leather upholstery, OEM parts, and aftermarket accessories, all at competitive prices. Texas Truck Love, located at 4793 South University Parks Drive in Waco. Check them out at texastrucklove.com or give them a call at 254-313-2946. That's 254-313-2946. Ask about financing. Remember, Texas Truck Love loves your truck as much as you do. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. My house has a new glow. is right around the corner and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here call universal windows direct of central texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by energy star for years there's finance options to fit any budget that's any budget contact universal windows direct of central texas for a free home as Universal Windows Central Texas.com. That's Universal Windows Central Texas.com. Or call 254 301 7760 and be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan, you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. 
At The Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only The Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product, so give the doctor a call of the day at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Well, yes, it is. Matt Mosley show. Pete Souza joining us now. Cam Stewart here as always. Aaron Sexton. And uh, Pete, you never know where he may show up. He's in Austin tonight. K-State at Texas. And, um, boy, this is... Pete's great to have you back on this, and it was fun to have you on the Baylor game the other day. Um, I'm just glad to get you out of Provo. I felt like you were in Provo for for so long. You may have converted there, but you've got you've got two desperate teams, K State at Texas. People are still trying to say Texas is like on the bubble or in the tournament, and maybe based on the record they are or their their schedule. I don't think K-State's in right now at all. But, man, I think this is huge for both of those teams. So, I I think this is going to be a fun one at the Moody Center. Pete, are you you pacing yourself? Are you ready to go tonight? I am ready to go. It's going to be 8 o'clock Central start on ESPN2. And you said it. Both these teams are – they're angry because Texas got just blown out at Houston, and they're better than that, although Houston is very, very good. And Kansas State lost another heartbreaker at home, so now they've lost six of seven. I think if you gave Jerome Tang some truth serum, he would agree with you that as of right now, they're not in. Having a chance to talk to him today, shoot around, he hearkened back to, and you can maybe help me with his year, I guess Baylor started the Big 12 2-7, and seven, uh, and they ended up making the Sweet 16 that same year. And he, he, he mentioned how he brought that up and shared that with his players that, Hey, we want to be the team that on March 17th, that's when selection Sunday is people ask us, Hey, can you believe that you got here? You know, did you believe you would be able to make it into the tournament? And, and really they're a very good team. They started out the big 12, uh, four and one. And I think they're a dangerous team. I think tonight will tell you a whole lot about Kansas State, but talking to Coach Tang today, uh, he's taking it game by game, and he's pretty excited for the opportunity tonight. Yeah, I mean, that sounds to me like it would have been one of those teams. Boy, that's that's interesting because they got really, really good, but that would have had to be back around circa 10 or 11. 10 or 12. That, yeah, I think it was 10 or 12. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, and who would that have been? Um, Cam, would that have been Motley and that crew? Uh, or pre Rico? that. This would have been Pierre like, Jackson a- and uh, yeah. uh, AC. Oh, Pierre and, and AC. Yeah. And uh, so even before Isaiah and that bunch? Okay. Yeah. Very, just, very just interesting. Just before Isaiah, as a matter of fact. Okay. Yeah, Pete, I, I we're, we'll just kind of be like your research assistants, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we'll look all this up I, for I, you. 
Yeah. I got to cut my teeth calling Pierre Jackson in, in the uh, at the time the D League, which is now the G League. He he was he was a great player, just you know really undersized. Yeah, he was he was something, and he made the Mavericks, and then I think he got hurt. But that was that was kind of neat to see a five seven or five eight dude yeah. playing for the Mavericks, and, and he's unstoppable. But of course, in the NBA. You just can't – you almost can't do that anymore, like have somebody that would be that deficient on the defensive end. Uh, but still, he, he was amazing to watch. And he, he's one of those guys, much like, um, you know, Lace Dunn, who will still be hooping 10 years from now. Those guys end up <laughs> yeah, playing exactly. in the Somewhere foreign league. Oh, yeah, they'll get over there to Greece or, or Israel or somewhere, and they'll fall in love. Pierre is an easy kid to fall in love with but uh well that'll be interesting and I, i'll be interested to see what the horns fans like are they losing faith i mean what an ugly performance that was in uh in houston i mean houston put the kibosh on them they put them in a headlock the defense was tremendous i at times have thought is houston that good and then you yeah, see that and and it's just like texas didn't even have a chance I mean, it was just, I mean, it was the one thing about Houston is the only fear I have and not is, are they peaking too early because they are so good right now. And it's almost, they're almost so good that, you know, coach Terry can talk to his team and say, Hey, that was, that's a one of one. We, 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 again, like shoot arounds and you get a chance to talk to these guys. He was super upbeat. Uh, I'm calling the game with uh, Reed Geddes. Five slam a jamma facilitator, oh, yeah. and and Reed mentioned after we talked to Coach Terry, like he's very upbeat, you know, almost like surprised, and he he is excited about his team. He's excited about their chances, and I think he really, I think he really likes this team, and I, I, I think it's it's not, you know, you're Texas, so you're a big gun, so you never want to lose anybody, let alone Houston. But at the same time, Houston's so good this year. I've seen them make good teams look completely pedestrian. They did it again against Texas, and I think it's a little easier to flush it uh, if if you're Coach Terry. And mm-hmm. he just wants to get his team off to a hot start tonight. I, like you, will be really interested to see what kind of crowd turns out. Uh, you know, it, it, are they losing faith? I, I don't think they should be, for sure. This is a really good and such such an exciting team. I mean, you know, Dylan DeSue is playing out of his mind. Max Aismas is coming up on 3,000 points. Tyrese Hunter's electric. There's a lot to like about this Texas team as a fan. Yeah, you like them more than I do. I, uh, I'm i just mad at them for beating Baylor on that buzzer beater. But, uh, boy, you and, you'll and you like Reed. He was on with me, oh, a couple of years ago. I forgot, before some kind of huge Houston run or something. And, I mean, you talk about the nicest guy ever. Oh, man. Get Reed is uh, – uh, and I'm sure you've been around him. We had him, an but, hour wow. between practices today. And yeah. I, was, I, I got him going just like you would have you know, yeah. on, on five slam and jam and guy V Lewis yeah. for a, a good hour. It was awesome. Yeah. Those were some, uh, those were some amazing teams. Okay. The bears you got, I mean, none is on a heater. Jaden Nunn, Oof. 47 points in the last two games. I love that Jacoby Walter Got a little. I mean, he, he got aggressive. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna put. It, I'm gonna put 17 shots up. He gets to the line. I don't even care that it wasn't the most efficient thing in the world. I thought that was a great sign. Um, and and they rolled. Mountaineers really never had a chance. They, the Bears were a little ragged there at the very end. 
But that thing was all academic from about halftime on. Uh, I, I mean, I think bear, the Bears are in a good spot. But, man, that having to go to BYU, you've been there. I mean, yeah. again, as I said, you, you did one game and stayed there for another. Um, I mean, I you're starting to get a good feel for, like, how difficult these environments are. I was really impressed by the Houston environment just watching it on TV. But what the environment is, is scary because they yeah. the perfect amount. They did, you know, Oklahoma State, if you want to say, like, maybe it was a bit of a flaw going to a bigger arena because a lot yes. of times, especially now when they're struggling, it's barren. Schools like Baylor, schools like Houston, they know exactly who they are and what their fan base is. And it, it gives them, Baylor now obviously foster, but it gives them a huge home court advantage. Houston has a huge home court advantage, 7,000 people. And it is loud, and, and like you mentioned, it's almost scary. BYU is the same way, but it's, you know, it's 16,000 people uh, or 18,000, I think. And it, it is a very unique environment when you factor in the travel, when you factor in the crowd support, uh, even the weather, you would say. Obviously, you know, it's just a, a little bit different when you get off a plane and it's freezing cold and there's snow everywhere. Uh, and also, you talk about the altitude. Uh, that, that, that hits you for the first, you know, at least till the first TV timeout. So there's a lot to prepare for when you're playing at BYU. We just saw them get smoked by Oklahoma State. I'll be so interested to see how Baylor does. I, I'll tell you this. Being a practice on Saturday, you would have thought, okay, this, this, is, this is a letdown game for Baylor, possibly, like uh, one of those trap games. Uh, Scott Drew was like all business. Like, I left that practice, and I thought, there's no way. He's, this team is going to have a letdown, and they didn't. And I think that's what makes one of the many things that makes Scott Drew such an elite coach, knowing his team, sensing the vibe, knowing when to put the gas or hit the gas. And uh, Baylor's exciting, man. I mean, you got to be pumped as an alum. It's going to be. It, it should be a fun stretch run here. Yes, I am, Pete. As a matter of fact, I am very pumped. And uh, I, I was actually, I was going to ask you, kind of the vibes. You know, you've been around this team. All season long, you've done quite a few of their games, Baylor, and this seems to be probably their best stretch so far. You know, they, they dropped the game last weekend against Kansas, a uh, tight game. They had won three in a row before that. Now they've won back-to-back against inferior opponents, and this is a massive, massive game tomorrow night. Obviously, we've got Houston and Iowa State tonight, so that's one team with three conference losses going to become four conference losses. And that's where Baylor's at right now, too. They're one game behind in the loss column, but a really tough road game tomorrow night. You, you talked about the focus of this team. Is, is this the, the most positive and the best it's felt to be around this team this year? It, it has, yeah. Because, and, I've, and I think the, the road test, you know, you just mentioned it. Uh, no one can win on the road, it seems like. What's that? It seems like nobody can win on the road in this conference. No, but Baylor did against West Virginia. Yeah, they did. That was, you know, okay, obviously not the most formidable opponent. <laughs> but, again, they went in there like a well-oiled machine and like a hot knife through butter. And I think that is what you're talking about, right? Like, that's the kind of team we're talking about right now. They know how to win. The Jaden Nunn thing, him coming on because he's such a – when you have a guy like that uh, that plays such good defense and plays so hard, and then he starts to cash in on the offensive end consistently – what was another thing the coach Drew told me on Saturday? This is a guy we love the seven or the twenty-seven point outburst, but he can score fifteen a night. And to me, that's like him saying, 
we're going to need him to score 15 a night if we're going to make a real run at this thing. So the more consistent that you get a guy like Nunn playing, and like Matt mentioned, with Jacoby Walter, it was interesting because talking to people around, around the game and around the program, it's, it's almost like he is so comfortable in his own skin. He's, he's not like, you know, I can say it like Keontae George, like maybe sort of shoehorning production in to the, to the limited time he has in college. He's able to fall back, okay, it's not my night, allow other guys to, to really have big games. But then himself, it was really cool to see him like just kind of put the pedal to the metal and, and decide that he was going to have a big game against West Virginia. I think he kind of needed that, and I think it shows how well-rounded this team is becoming. I didn't like that Kerr Creesa. I'm sure he's a good kid, but, man, he was reacting poorly to the officiating. and. I mean, he just seemed like a guy who cares a lot about his haircut, getting it just right on the side. That guy was bugging me a little bit. Yeah, Raekwon Battle, I kind of like him. I mean, there's so many good players in the league. But uh, I am interested. That'll be an interesting hire because I don't think they they can't really stay with it. Eilert, who uh, I'm sure is a good dude, but they probably need to go a different direction. There'll be big hires at OSU. There'll be a big hire at West Virginia. Um, and I think those things will be uh, interesting. Uh, talking to Pete Souza on the Matt Mosley Show, you hear him on these ESPN games. He's got K-State at Texas tonight. I would like Langston Love. I'm going to have Scott on later on the program, uh, and I'm going to really press him on a, on a good Langston update because I you can't really say – game time decision and then have the guy sit out three games right i mean at some well, point I'll, t- I'll tell you yeah he was he was as close to going uh, this is a hundred percent my opinion but yeah. seeing him kind of move around get lathered up in practice yeah. uh, he had gone as far as he had gone in, in the previous practices and shoot arounds and then up to the minute game time i think if that was a different opponent we may have seen him in a uniform and, and not kind of in street clothes. But I think he's right there. Like, I, I would be surprised if he didn't play in Provo. There we go. That's a big oh, update, that. Matt. No, That's I like what I would, You took that question right out of my mouth. I was, I was thinking with like, Pete, like, he's yeah, there for practice. When we were sitting there courtside right before tip, yeah. and Matt Roberts, Baylor, uh, SID, checked in with us and said, hey, he's gonna, he, he's out tonight. Um, I, w- I-, I was shocked. Like, I, I was like, oh, wow, because all signs pointed to him going physically, right, uh, as far as the yeah. yeah. I mean, I think you're, what you're saying is you thought Matt Roberts had made a mistake in that moment. No, 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 I didn't think that at all. <laughs> Matt Roberts has never made a mistake. <laughs> Matt Roberts is a man. He's great. He's a very friendly man those who guys, loves college big Matt Roberts man. fan. Those guys don't get enough credit. Like being able to sit with Scott McConnell, you know, Texas sports information guy who's been around, it seems like since the Southwest Conference, he's amazing. I mean, he's just, he, the, the, those guys are just fountains of information. And then if you're a guy like me that wants the Cliff Notes version sometimes on how the season's going, take me behind the curtain. They're, they're, they're amazing. Yeah. I like, I like that. I, the, uh, I'm glad you're giving them, some uh, that McConnell guy, he got me in 
There was only one seat left. I made the decision at the last minute. I wanted to go say, say goodbye to the drum in person. And that guy got me into the the uh, arena that night, and uh, so I always appreciate that. What do you think of this uh, Iowa State Houston battle uh, that happens tonight? And uh, we you talked about Houston a little bit. My concern was they got two guards that can score. Like I've I've always been concerned long term if they you know if somebody could run get them going and it got it got in like a a big-time back-and-forth shooting affair, and they were knocking down threes, could they keep up? And, I, uh, you know, obviously, Cryer is as good a knockdown shooter as there is in the country. What I was impressed the other night was, with or the other day, is that Juwan Roberts, I thought of him as just kind of a muscular, big, huge, great rebound kind of guy. And, like, he had some moves against Texas that they didn't have any answer for. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. whoa, wait a second. I may have misevaluated this guy. So, but one I of mean, those weird, th- weird, like, uh, what do you call them? Sliding door moments or whatever. Yeah. It could have been for Houston early this season when LJ Cryer was, was injured and he missed a stretch of time there. A bunch of guys, of course, Jamal Shedd really emerged as the guy. I mean, he's a player of the year candidate, but uh, guys like, uh, you know, you just mentioned and guys like Jamal Shedd. Like, they got so much better with that absence of Cryer. Like you said, they were able to kind of develop their game offensively. And I think that's really, like, one of those weird deals where Cryer being out for a couple of games helped this team evolve and elevate because I've seen the same thing that you're talking about. Uh, And as far as the game tonight and the outcome, I think if that game was in Ames, like it was earlier this year, uh, I I think I would say Iowa State's going to win. The fact that it's in Houston – and that environment, both of these teams are just an absolute meat grinder to go through. And, and both of them are awesome at home. And this game being at Houston, I, I'd have to say that's, that's really the reason. It's a, flip, it's a coin flip, in my opinion. Boy, that's, it's going to be – Cam, it's going to be fun to watch. Oh, coin flip fun. game tonight. But I, I'm going to be peeking at that other game because I want to hear Pete. Did you hear Pete bring up sliding doors? It got me to thinking. <laughs> About a movie I saw in 1998, a romantic. Ben Affleck. And Gwyneth well, Paltrow, now I don't. Right? Gwyneth Paltrow was in this. Okay. And then the her love interest was John Hanna. You would totally know him if you see him. And then the the great oh, actress. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> Jeannie. Yeah. John Hanna, Jeannie, the, the left tackle. Jeannie Triplehorn. Triplehorn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She was also in the. What is this movie, man? Yeah, Sliding Doors. Kind <laughs> oh, of that's a... what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Oh, okay. This I'm well, not yeah. familiar with this film. No, it's it's an interesting one for sure. Matt and, Pete uh, had an elite college basketball reference that I had to text him about during the game. But I blew it. I said the wrong year. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was gonna let it slide. It was the '91 <laughs> championship game, Grant Hill against Roy Williams' Kansas Jayhawks. You remember that, Matt? First play of the game, Bobby Hurley, NCAA's all-time assist leader, throws one up uh, from almost like half-court alley-oop, and it's way too far. But Grant like basically reaches behind the backboard to get it and slam it down. You remember that play? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we almost saw a, a mimic of that on Saturday night. Pretty close. Whether it was Meathy or Walter, it was just out of his reach to, to, to throw it down. Can't sneak any Duke basketball history past me. That's that's what Pete learned this weekend. 
<laughs> no, no chance. Not when you're named yeah. after Cameron Indoor Stadium. It can't happen. It made me feel better when you when you told me that, by the way. Hey, this is what I'm here for, Pete. We uh, we it can't be comfortable happy. calling games in the Big Twelve. You know, every, nobody's to, comfortable. I'm trying to. I help. started no. to say something to Pete during the game the other night, and I was gonna, and then I thought better of it. I'm like, you know what? I'll I'll wait till after the game. And he can't and get any he can't get any Duke things wrong now, Matt. Not because of me, but he had Spatola next to him, so he yeah. can't get. You know, you, you gotta be you gotta be crisp with it. Yeah, I, don't, I, I know. Spatola. Yeah, yeah, that's enough on him. All right, uh, I listen. Good Pete dude, always good dude. Uh, I, okay, uh, yeah, I'll big bay work for it. Yeah, um, Pete, thank you and uh, appreciate it. Have a great call tonight and uh, make sure they get your audio turned up because that place is crazy loud, especially with the artificial noise in that building. So uh, we'll be uh, we'll be watching. Okay, I can't wait. Thanks for having me on, guys. It was fun chat. Thanks, Pete. All right, Pete Souza. Pete Souza. I don't know why you had to, Cam, get into that Spatola. <laughs> look, look, I, I didn't Spatola. take it the direction you did. I just I didn't take he's it a, any... He's a Krzyzewski uh, coaching I know, tree. I know. Family well, coaching tree. I do not know why Pete calls him coach, but I mean, I, he was barely a coach, right? I Spatola. Look, I, I don't know this. I don't know. I, Spatola... Pete has never said anything about this, and I don't know Chris Spatola. But would it surprise you if that was like almost a prerequisite? You know, that Spatola said, "I want you to call me yeah. coach." Like, uh, <laughs> would that surprise you? Well, yeah, for a while, it, it was former Army great Chris Spatola. He made everybody say that. Kevin Connors used to. <laughs> Connors is a great friend of mine, oh, and he man. used to have to say that a lot. But Spatola, but you know what? I, Spatola wears me out. Because I think he he comes across as extremely cocky, but yeah, Pete is so nice that even during those moments, Pete just blows right through that. Doesn't even like if 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 Spatola was acting like that to me, like right there on the air, we would have issues. And Pete's oh, so professional, so he just he just roll. He's like whatever. He's just like you do your you do you, man. Okay, um, it is time for. Campus Confidential, that is next. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women home again Wednesday in the Farrell Center hosting the Kansas Jayhawks. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Loop 340 Overhead Door Family welcomes back Dale Strickland. Dale has 50 years experience. They offer residential and commercial garage door sales and service, including new installations with convenient 24-hour service, locally owned and operated for over 25 years. Please call today for all your garage door needs. Loop 340 Overhead Door, 254-662-0220. 817 South Loop 340, Waco, a mile from the Brazos River. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? 
Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Hey, Central Texas, the next time you need someone to cater your group meal, remember Hellberg Barbecue. They cater events any size from 10 people to 1,000, from pickups and deliveries to full-service banquets. Barbecue is what Hellberg is famous for, but they can also work with you to create custom menus. High-end events complete with hors d'oeuvres, plated meals, carving stations, and elevated presentations. Each are Hellberg Barbecue specialties. Their catering professionals can create the perfect meal for any event, no matter your budget. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387, 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, and at hellbergbarbecue.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. When it's more than just your lawn, it deserves the Kubota Z400. Get a head-turning offer on class-leading speed, agility, simple deck height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort and performance, then you need the professional-grade Kubota Z400. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down, 0% APR for 48 months, or save $300. Now through March 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with seven convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. The next time you need service on your garage door, do yourself a favor and call Precision Garage Door Service. Veteran-owned and operated, Precision Garage Door Service services all brands. They offer same-day service with professionally trained technicians arriving with fully stocked trucks. All calls are answered by a live operator 24-7. All major cards are accepted and financing is available. Serving all of Central Texas, Precision Garage Door Service. You can book your appointment online or call 254-522-9657. Learn more at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. Morrison's Gifts and would like to thank all of their friends, family, and extended family, their customers, for another amazing year. They would also like to extend a special thanks to Eminem Broadcasters, ESPN Central Texas, and Shooter FM for helping grow their business through the uncertainty of the pandemic and recent economic concerns. Morrison's Gifts would especially like to thank the community for shopping local. Morrison's is a proud Baylor alumni-owned business serving gift-giving needs of Central Texas. Go see our friends at Morrison's Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Delhi. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is uh, Matt Mosley. Cam Stewart on the scene as always. He's with us every day. Three to five other days, we just keep him around. Kind of uh, whatever whatever Cam feels like. Especially like when feeling, there needs to be equipment taken back. If he's got the hot hand, <laughs> we just let him keep riding into the 5 o'clock hour. That certainly seems to be the case today. Oh, uh, Aaron God. has had the hot hand early. And uh, <laughs> it is time for Campus Confidential, brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet. 
We will start with Baylor football news. Less than three months after taking the job, offensive lineman Chris Kapilovic is line leaving. Coach. Oh, line coach. Yeah, Chris Kapilovic is leaving. The veteran offensive line coach is set to join Alabama's staff under new head coach Kalen DeBoer. Kapilovic had previous stops at Colorado, Michigan State, and North Carolina. <laughs> I mean, Oh, we hardly knew you, Chris. <laughs> we had you on the show. We liked you. I mean, I, again, I'm not going to – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get to the bottom of this. But one of a member of our show is already referring to him as Capilla Ditch. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've said it more than I have, and I <laughs> hey, created that. When, when you, oh, yeah, when I'm you giving you winner? full credit. I'm, yeah. I'm not – yeah, I, I'm not as confident. I, I think I would get it wrong with – with my cussing habit outside of the radio station, I think I might get that wrong. And I'm just going to play it careful, Matt. Chris Kapilovich. And uh, I. <laughs> You've got it. You've nailed and it. And every time you say it, I hold my breath. That's <laughs> I why think I'm not he's saying about to. <laughs> yeah, but I don't cuss. He's got so it. That's true. That's, that's yeah, a great that's point. True. Yeah. You don't ever hear me I cuss. I just know my, so my mouth would fall. <laughs> Form different words. <laughs> y'all both out of habit. Y'all both do a little cussing. I'm yeah. still still pretty good moderate Baptist. Um, yeah, I I'm I'm very. Um, I just I mean, um, part of me is like, well, it's Alabama. I mean, I guess you gotta go. But then sure. part of me is like, where is loyalty? I mean, you get hired, you're out there. I mean, they've hired a new coach at Michigan State from Oregon State. Mel Tucker has been sent packing by Brenda Tracy and her crew, and his career's over, and he's just out there in the wilderness. And Dave Aranda says, Chris, come with us. Come with us. Come ye who are hungry, ye who are thirsty, come dine with us at VTEX here in Waco. And Kapilovich just says, I'm dying, uh, I think I'm, this Alabama thing looks pretty good. I think I'm going to move on about my business. Cam, right now, I'm leaning toward Kapilovic is a snake. That's what I'm hey, leaning toward as my opinion. And, and, yeah. and you and I did. We saw him last week, Brazos Landing, great sponsor of the show. He had his line out there. You know, he's yucking it up. He did, he did a prayer Eat those with armadillo them. eggs or whatever and they got over yeah. there. Gator. Gator. Yeah. And then bang. He's probably probably already in contact yeah, with Kaylin DeBoer. <laughs> like, you think? I mean, that uh, was less than a week ago. Yeah, God I mean, please. it is weird. And I don't know why necessarily this has ramped up over the last few years, but this used some a move like this used to be so taboo. I know it's Alabama, but like, We've seen that a lot the last three or four years of guys who have jobs for like a day. Remember like Manny Diaz was the Temple head coach, and then all of a sudden he wasn't. He was at Miami. And, you know, it, it's, it starts to happen. It's not a lot of the – when, when George O'Leary lied on his resume at Notre Dame, it was a humongous deal, and now it's it's become commonplace for these guys to be at a place for a month, more commonplace to be there for a month and then be like, ah, you know what – I actually kind of like yeah. this job better. You know why? Because it's just like, the, you know, now we used to be like, well, the, the coaches shouldn't get to do that and this and that. And well, now the players can do it. The players can do it. Now the, we're back to like, well, I guess the coaches, I mean, they've never felt that much loyalty. But, boy, this is a rough one because 
those players, like even the guy from Ohio and whoever else he's tried to dig in there and bring to Waco, well, I don't think, like the head coach changed, yeah, they could get out of it, but I don't think those guys can go back in the portal. That dude came from Ohio, probably based some on Kapilovich because he was sure. he was out there at Michigan State, probably knew about that guy, and uh, and then the dude's just going to leave. I I am um, if I am Keenan Hall and Jared Anderson and the great Gary Patterson and 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 uh, Spavital, I I am looking at this dude cross-eyed. I'm giving him the side, you know, the side eye. Like really, really, Kapilovic We've gone to snake level. I'm afraid we are. Yeah, Coach Kapilovic. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not usually one to go with a name like that. But I am, like, if you go ahead and put that out, Cam, I will give you the retweet. Okay, whoa, (laughs) whoa. Well, now now I have to do it. Oh, man. I wish I had thought of this earlier. (laughs) No, I retweet the, you know. One more retweet than I've ever gotten. (laughs) No, that's bull. No. He's I, I am pushing right back on extremely it. Extremely supportive of Aaron, both Facebook, Twitter, wherever <laughs> he is. Um, no, I, uh, I, I, the, I, I like those pods, but I think you should go when you do your next podcast and you do it on this, which is probably tonight. It will be tonight, yeah. I think in your headline, and let me think about how I want this to look when you say Capilla Ditch, because I, I think it's worth. I think you want to say, spell it K-E-K-A-P-I-L, however he spells his name, O, and then I want you to go with the, the, the hyphenated ditch. Which is exactly what I've to, just typed out right here for to Twitter. Make so the the joke, to make the joke work, yeah. D-I-T-C-H. Capilla ditch. But that's a, that's a bummer. It really is. I, 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 we're joking about it because obviously it doesn't really impact us as close as it does others. But it impacts the staff. It impacts that whole old line. And here's what I'm hoping, kind of like a good Baptist would say, something better is going to come along. Something better. And it, whoever ends up as the old line coach, you know, it's going to be a more loyal type person. And, it, hey, could be Jared Anderson. Uh, Aaron Sexton was looking this up earlier. I mean, Jared was like 2000. 14 through 16, and then back in 2020, mm-hmm. he was coaching the O-line at TCU under Gary Patterson. Was the offensive you know line what you, coach when uh, Steve Avila was a The great Avila. Yeah. Yeah, the great Avila. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I would be on board with that. But uh, we're trying to think, who, who would we like back from our, our former O-line coaches at Baylor? Let me think back. Mm. Um, I would like Mo Porter. I love the great. What now? No, I'm talking about like a coach. (laughs) Yeah, but I couldn't think of any. So (laughs) roll with Mo Porter. (laughs) Oh, the great, the great FA dry. Um, That that can't be real. (laughs) FA dry. Oh yeah. He was a former TCU head football coach back in the day. And he became the O-line coach for coach Taft. And then, hmm. like, he's somehow, you know, very connected to the – but that's a long, long time ago. What's, what's Who's Jim the guy Grobe doing? They, they fired – Grobe is on that selection committee with Mac. 
they put Jim Grobe on the deal. Every time he tries to go out on that lake, <laughs> Lake Chattahoochee or whatever, job. <laughs> they reel him back in. Yeah. Yeah, Groby, I'd love to have Grobe. too good. We Although need Grobe, in two, Grobe in 2016, he was, uh, he was known, to, known to need a little bit of nap time from time to time. <laughs> Up there, in the, up there in the coach's offices. <laughs> Jim Don't we was, all? Yeah. Jim needed a, an occasional nap. Glass houses. Oh, that was a tough. Good tough for season. Jim. Yeah, he coming off a that statue for that. Oh, <laughs> and dealing Lord. with those coaches. You remember oh, that? And they're all. Oh, the and of course, our fans were all the CAB folks were out there. Those coaches were just completely. That was the worst season. Oh my gosh! Worst, worse, of years. worse than the and, one at eleven for me. That, yeah. that just that so, everything was just so negative, and it, you felt that they lost that one game down at UT. They were six and zero, oh, and they lost that game at UT. And you're and, like, here we go! Like and it, there it's they went. Just, they didn't win again yep, the rest it of the just year. Fell apart. Cost oh. us our perfect record against Patrick Mahomes. I'll tell you what, though, when they were acting like that, I think if I remember correctly, I think old Mac Rhodes went in there one day. And lit them up. Good, as I recall. I mean, it was kind of like, okay, we get it. You've been through some stuff. I know he was your guy. If you want to still coach here, and it was a come, come to Jay meeting. Oh man, and and Mac, Mac's got a little bit of Mac can get after you. I can see him being pretty fired if he yeah. needs to. Yeah, he can. He can do that. That that is well within him. There's a lot of coaching in there. Has he ever come after Mosley in that manner? Would you? What do you think? What do you guys think? Ooh, it takes a lot been... to get him to that place. I would assume. So I would assume yes. <laughs> I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. The way Aaron puts it, I'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> he has been upset with me, but mo- mo- like most of my relationships, we. We just boom. We just moved. We just patched it Peaks up. And and right Peaks and on. valleys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys being dudes. Lots of lots of valleys. A lot of lots of valleys to be my friend. You don't okay. ever hug him after press conferences or anything. No, that's oh, somebody okay. else. Okay, gotcha, uh, gotcha. Just wanted to make sure we have a great relationship. But I'm not all. I'm not a real huggy type. <laughs> Next yeah. remote show, we'll find that out for sure. <laughs> I'm not a huge hugger. Okay. Um, I probably hugged Scott before, though. Scott Drew will be on with us at five twenty. Scott's a Scott's a an outgoing hugger yeah, type, embrace yeah. type. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like I remember being down on the court after one of those championship game, or after they won, uh, oh, the conference title, one of those years. You know, like they the national championship year, and then the following year they, following won, year they won the conference. A yeah. conference title. It was like a co-title. Remember that? T.J. Otzelberger came in, mm-hmm. and we were like, hey, are they going to win this thing? And they did, and I think they got a co-title. I would say Baylor and Kansas, over about a three- or four-year period, just ruled college basketball. I mean, statistics like still re- do, yeah. And it would have been more records. impressive, I think, if not for the you know the COVID shutdown and not having yes. a national champion that year, because I think it would have yes. been one of those two teams. Yeah, well, they I mean, were they both were so number clear. one seats. Mm-hmm. They were both yeah. number one seats. They were both rolling. They were way better than anyone else. Uh, Dayton with Obi Toppin, no way. Like People those, forget those two. The, the women too could have had a chance yeah. to repeat with the same team and had a great shot yeah. at that and lost that. And we missed out on double Final Fours that uh, year and the next year. So that much one call happened. cost them the 
Uh, that terrible call against UConn cost him the double final oh, four in yes. 21. Oh, what could have been? I'd... Wait, bad call with Baylor against the UConn women? Yes. Remember was that? It... TJ Carrington? It... Yeah, Carrington. Now, did, did, oh. uh, Ki- did Kim take that in stride? No, she was very, very <laughs> calm and cool about it. Just went and shook hands and walked off the court. But no, Look, in her we defense, she lost Kim it, and night. she should that have. Was, that <laughs> she was got, awful. She just got hammered and knocked to the floor yeah. in no foul call because it's, you know, UConn. Ugh. Gino Ariema. Who's more hated between... Now, of course, a lot of us still love Kim, but who's the most hated nationally between Gino and Kim now? I think it's Kim now just because she's... Has Kim moved past Gino Ariema? Last year was a big year for Kim in that. Yeah, and she's more successful recently. Like, I think she has three since he's won one. I have to look. I think that's right. Two at least. I it's do been hope a while since UConn's won it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I lean more Gino over the years because I think there was an aspect of Kim and is an aspect of Kim that some people think is cool. I don't know if Gino's yeah. ever been seen as cool. You know what I mean? Like Kim with the with the you know the the style and the yeah. and the fieriness. Like some people get and and obviously when she was at Baylor, we were all behind that. I still that that I love that, but. Yeah, maybe with the recent success for Kim, that might push her over the top just because people if have seen the, her more recently. If the Bears ever get back on top in women's basketball and get to the Final Four, like I hope they put – I do think they should put uh, those signs up in Baton Rouge. That I would be that fantastic. <laughs> Tickfaw and Baton Rouge. I do think they need to – they put some – so that would be good. That would be a good moment. I think Kim but, would uh, laugh at that. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I you think know she would think, you know what? Turnabout's <laughs> fair play. Yeah. Yeah. Think, she'll she'll sit pretty with four national championship rings. Yeah. Yeah. But if the Bears ever make it back, I think you have to do that. I do if she's great. still at back if she's still at I was gonna say, what if it's like ten years from now? You still do Just it. Just do it, yeah. You still Fine. do it. I'm behind it. That, that was the, I mean, as much as I've, you know, she's a friend of mine, but that was pretty rough. And I told her so. I was like, come on, come on. <laughs> you really need to do that. Oh. Um, it is the Mosley Show. Um, Cam Stewart, Aaron Sexton, Scott Drew coming up in about 15 minutes. But let's get back into, that was a, that was a, a I mean, Cam's almost still been emotional today, coming in from that Jersey retirement. Let's discuss it. Tremendous day for Baylor women's basketball. Let's discuss it next. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. At NeighborWorks Waco, we understand that buying a home can feel overwhelming, but our dedicated team of experts is here to guide you through the entire process, making it as stress-free as possible. We offer FHA, VA, conventional, and USDA home mortgage products. If you need that additional assistance to help you get into a home, we offer down payment and closing cost assistance. Visit us today at nw-waco.org or call 254-752-1647 and let us help you make home ownership a reality. 
Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710 Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. It's back, folks. 1.9% for 72 months on every 2024 Silverado Light Duty. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory, couple that with the number one rated service department in the state, the choice is clear. The Jim Turner Chevrolet is the place to go for all your automotive needs. So take that short drive to McGregor and give us an opportunity to earn your business with honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Buying new roads. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. The Big 12 Shootaround, weekdays at 5.50 on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today i want to meet you 254-495-0338 google amanda cunningham realtor with colwell banker apex to find my website facebook and more whether it's a problem with your debit card or just a simple question things always seem to come up when your bank is closed but with central national banks after hours service you have access to a real live local person who can resolve issues and answer questions from 6 to 8 30 every morning or from 5 to 10 o'clock every evening Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. You've been sidelined by joint pain. It's time to meet the Coriel Health MVPs of orthopedics located right here in Central Texas. Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, Coriel Health Sports Certified Orthopedic Physician Team Specialized in Sports Medicine and Total Hip and Knee Replacement. Don't let joint pain keep you on the bench. Get back in the game. Make the play call to Coriel Health Orthopedics today. 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Cover more ground and get more savings on the fast, durable Kubota Sidekick. Gas-powered with a top speed of 40 miles per hour and outstanding acceleration and handling with cargo. All backed by a two-year, 1,000-hour warranty. Get the Sidekick now for zero down, 0% APR for 36 months, or save $1,000. Now through March 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with seven convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, City Ranch Boot Company, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, 
Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Brazos Landing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is uh, Matt Mosley. I mean, I'm going to see if Cam's still... I mean, it's it's a lot. Three to five is what we ask of him. That's what the high the, the salary is based on. But then occasionally he'll, he'll just hang with us into the five o'clock hour. Aaron, do you still see him? You are in a different studio than I am. Um, do you still see Cam, or has he had to? Is he? Did he have to take a knee? He he hasn't moved. He's still sitting right by his. You're microphone. kidding. Like he. Yeah. You're kidding. Just been waiting usually, for the call, man. You, usually just This is my Wally Pip situation. At 5 o'clock. Who are you I, Wally Pipping? I don't understand. In a couple weeks, you could be Wally Pip, Matt. You never know. Oh, that's... I'm Lou Gehrig. Oh, that's vacation. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I have no tomorrow, doubt. That... Tomorrow, don't expect we pass 5. But today, I am here. Yeah, in the 12th through the 16th. Okay, write that down. I've been meeting to tell you. You know what that. the difference between 12 and 16 is? What's that? Four. You know what Lou Gehrig's number was? What's that? That'd also be four, Matt. The symmetry. Just watch out. That's all I'm saying. Just just watch out. You should not be so open about this. The thing is, if Drake were saying this, he would be he would be totally Followed by it. 2,130 <laughs> straight shows. <laughs> That's right. Um Scott Drew coming up at 5:20. And I mean I I don't I mean I kind of hate I feel like I need to bring up the altitude. But where did you know, they he kind of shook it off last when I asked him on Friday. Yeah, I, I to but, the point where I was like well he didn't why you does have altitude, right? <laughs> he was well, like, he "Well, it's not going to answer it because it was after the West Virginia game, right? He probably I didn't get, want Yeah, to look but we past were able West to ask Virginia. those questions, but I I, I guess, know. yeah. I guess. But they went somewhere, and I feel like they put a lot into the altitude. And then they got beat. You remember, like, was it in the NCAA tournament? Where did they have to open the tournament I feel like last it year? was Was it, like, tournament. somewhere they were up definitely, in the mountains? Actually, they were in Denver last year. Yeah. yeah. And, boy, they put a ton of thought into it, and then they didn't get out of the well, they didn't get out of the second they round. didn't survive it. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know how much I want to do on the altitude. I, I do I, I do think it'd be good to kind of get into that you know what makes what makes a good road team what um, what do you and I, part of it is I think that defense travels I thought that was interesting the other day Cam did they not I mean that that was it mostly man to man after playing mostly zone the whole game against yeah. Oklahoma. It was like West Virginia. It was like, okay, guys, we're going to have to be ready for this zone. And then Baylor just stayed in man, it seemed to me. I think the and whole I lost, game, yeah. they were. I kind of lost a little attention because they were beating them so badly for a lot of it. But I think they pretty much stayed in it. I think I find that interesting. You know, how you kind of choose that. I would think BYU could shoot you out of one of those. Yeah, so I, I would see some more man-to-man, I would think, tomorrow. I don't know about but you. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, a TCU got them out of it in a hurry. I remember that TCU game. Mm-hmm. Baylor's in yep. good shape. And TCU goes, boom, middle. They hit, I mean, it's like five points immediately into that. And, of course, they had that dude. I don't know if he's hit a shot since. That one dude that was uh, over there in the three-point land in the corner. Oh, Who was yeah, that? I don't remember. Charles O'Bannon <laughs> Jr. 
I mean, I, that guy was just hitting every. Oh, and the other night, the, the big game winner was uh, Jameer Boy Nelson Jameer. Jr. Yeah. Total luck shot. Did you see that? He kind of yes. like a, what yes. even part of his normal looking shot. He reaches back and puts some kind of crazy something on it. So, anyway, I, I'm I'm anxious to 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 visit with Scott. We got to get Langston back in there. I know they're playing well without him, but man, but what and boost. I hope. I hope those other guys getting this time just kind of makes everybody more comfortable. Yeah, do you I, think uh, – oh, sorry, Matt. I was just going to say, no, do you no, think no. the other guards, the starting guards, Dennis and and Nunn, who obviously have been really impressive the last few games, but have not brought the scoring up? Do you think that has something to do with it? Whereas, you know, you have a Langston Love who's going to come off the bench and play more minutes than Nunn was and is the scorer, right? He's the scorer off the bench, and without him – I think both of those guys have really raised their level. They've been aggressive. They know what they're, they're much more comfortable in their roles, even if those roles are changing. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think none, when you know, with about 16 and a half minutes left in the first half, and same kind of thing in the second half, you're going to come out. I mean, you know, it's like you only have a couple of minutes to kind of get a little, try to get a little something going. Now, when you're not coming out, and you it, it, it changes your mindset. And then the Miro minutes come. And I got to say, and you've kind of documented that, Cam, pretty closely. Mm-hmm. Miro Watching it very close. has been productive. He's, you know, he's not hitting shots. I'd like to see him hit a couple threes. But he gets steals, plays pretty good defense, and he's just kind of a whirling dervish out there. I think, I think our man Miro brings nice energy. And you yeah. know Loner does. But, boy, Scott, and, and I love it when Scott will actually play those guys in the second half. I, I, I kind of like that. Yeah, and I, I think the Miro minutes are, are getting, obviously, bigger in terms of how much he's playing and more productive every time. I think we could see a Miro, like a good Miro game before the end of this, the way Josh O had on Saturday. You know, an eight- or ten-point game. But, yeah, it started with, you know, just taking care of the ball, and then he plays good defense. He gets some steals, and then he gets an assist or two. So it just keeps progressively getting better. I like what Miro's going to give him, and that's a guy who could well be your starting point guard next year. We'll see. No, that that's going to be Robert Wright, sir. That's what I would think. That's yeah, what I would think, but you never know with these guys getting hurt. Golly, we didn't even get to that. talk about the Great Brittany. Let's do some more of that. We we have tomorrow. We can do a little bit more, maybe at the back end of uh, make it Brittany week. The Scott, yeah, yeah, Brittany. Good <laughs> stuff from Brittany. Uh, and good stuff from Cam being there to document this for the Matt Mosley show. Um, I wonder if Scott would have any thoughts on Brittany. Can I expense those tickets uh... to the Matt Mosley show? Yeah, sure. Um, Okay, Scott Drew from Provo is next. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's tax season once again. Stressful, right? Doesn't have to be. Maggard Bookkeeping has been helping Central Texans through the complex tax code for more than 25 years. Go to MaggardBookkeeping.com and bypass the stress. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. 
Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254-710-8080. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Run a winning play over knee, hip, and shoulder pain. Corio Health's all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, use the latest minimally invasive technology, including orthopedic surgical robot, to perform total knee replacements. Whether your pain is from an old sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Corio Health Orthopedics can help make the play. Call today, 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. On the road with Mr. Rhodes. Hey, here's a shocker. Cars are bigger than people. So if you're behind the wheel, be careful. Those crosswalk stripes, yeah, they aren't left over from National Painted Street like a zebra day. They mean you need to stop for people in crosswalks and yield the right of way when turning at intersections. And no looking at phones, photos, texts, emails, or holding your jeans or where that nickel fell. Oh, and please slow down. Sound advice. Mixed in with professional sound effects. Be safe, drive smart. A message from TechStop. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-659-7540. 800-659-7540. That's 800-659-7540. Oh boy, more IRS changes this year. Frustrating, isn't it? Maggard Bookkeeping can help with more than 25 years preparing Central Texans tax returns. Go to maggardbookkeeping.com and bypass the stress. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Well, to open up with, I want to thank... uh, uh, Mosley for helping our guys with their turnovers tonight. Oh, yeah, it is Scott Drew and uh, from Provo. Scott, I hope you're hanging in there. The altitude, you guys are getting acclimated. You've got plenty of oxygen. How are things uh, going? This is an interesting little road trip. And uh, tonight you can just kind of watch some fun 
Big 12 basketball and then as you prepare for that uh, game against BYU. This is uh, this is an exciting time of the season. Well, it's it's uh, that time where we're getting close to March Madness and uh, conference races are, are heating up. Uh, every game uh, um, seems like it's more important than the last one. Uh, so we are excited that we are in Provo. I had a good practice today. Uh, looking out the uh, hotel window, you got beautiful mountains right here. I'm sure you'd be hiking up them, but uh, uh, so far, so good. Yeah, you have me mixed up with John Werner. He's turned into a big-time hiker, especially in this retirement. But uh, uh, you're an outdoorsman. I bet there's some decent have you ever done ice fishing, by the way? I know this is you're in the middle of the season, so it's hard to work in much fishing. Have you have you gone out there on the ice before? Because that that kind of fascinates me. Yeah, I, I, I have when I was when, when I was a, a teenager, and I definitely uh, enjoy fishing uh, uh, in the Texas weather a lot, a lot better and a lot more. So, um, uh, actually, the weather's uh, gorgeous right here. That's probably in the sixties, uh, so fifties. Doesn't feel oh, bad wow. at all, and uh, uh, most importantly, in the Marriott Center, it's seventy-two and sunny, <laughs> so we'll be good to go tomorrow. All right, and Scott, before we jump into this, who is your favorite president? This is President's Day. I know you got your head down. It's hard to know what holidays are which. This is President's Day. Uh, who's the? Uh, who have you always said when asked who's your favorite president? What's the, What's the first name that comes to mind? It goes back to the history lesson and what uh, Abraham Lincoln did for our country. Uh, it's hard to beat, so um, probably most appreciative of him. Okay. Well, I like that. I think that's a good answer. Um, Langston Love, I'm appreciative of him. Uh, I heard my sources told me he was very close the other day. Like he was he was all working out. He was ready, and then right before game time, it's kind of like, well, he's not going to go. Um, can you – right here live on the Mosley Show, share with us that he will be making his return because, uh, I, I mean, it, you know, y'all played great without him, but you, you're always better with him. Where, where are we on Langston? Yeah, I think uh, it's probably the same as it, as it, as it was uh, before last game, and that's day-to-day. So he's getting closer. Um, each, each day it seems like he can do more, and uh, um, really it'll probably be right up to game time till I know. So uh, I'd love to tell you he's a definite go. Um, I'd love to told you he was going to play against West Virginia. But uh, Langston's a tough kid, and if he can go, he's going to go. And him and Dave will make that decision. Uh, you're 100% right. Um, we've, we've, we've been able to hold the fort down without him, but we're a much better team with him, and uh, we know that. All right. And Jaden Nunn, newcomer of the, uh, the week, uh, player of the week, I mean, that basically never happens in the Big 12, and, and that's that's a pretty cool deal, 47 points. Um, I mean, did you see a lot of this scoring upside? I remember when you all brought him in, he was about 10 points a game from VCU. He was hailed as a great defensive player. But, man, this has been, uh, this has been fun to watch, and, and he's on a heater right now, and I'm sure you, don't, you, know, you want to keep riding that. Yeah, we're hoping that heater definitely continues. Uh, I think uh, he deserves a lot of credit for working on his game, um, first and foremost. But second of all, I think uh, uh, he's really um, done a good job listening uh, to what the staff and the team need from him. 
and uh, his shot selection has been outstanding. Um, and and the 47 points is is great, but the efficiency is what uh, makes that special. And, and um, as long as he keeps uh, uh, playing to his strengths, like any player, uh, when you can when you can play to your strengths and not uh, your weaknesses, uh, just helps the team that much more. And in one possession games, uh, that's so critical that everybody's doing what they do best. Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Go ahead, Cam Stewart. Scott, Cam Stewart here. Great to talk with you. Um, Matt actually brought up a great question in the last segment, so I'm going to steal it from him before he has the chance to to ask it. We see <laughs> so many teams. I know you steal a lot of Matt's work, too, with the turnovers thing. Uh, so we see a lot of teams really struggle on the road in this conference. And you've mentioned it for years, how it's the toughest conference in America, obviously toughest one to win on the road. So what makes a good road basketball team? Like what are the things that you look for, the qualities in your team that you look for that help you guys win on the road? Yeah, it's, that's a great question. Um, first and foremost, uh, uh, we've been one of the most successful teams, us in uh, Kansas probably, uh, and I don't know who's one or two in the last five years, 10 years, three years. Um, I, I know we'd probably be first in the last five years and, uh, the last 10 years, I don't know if we'd be first or second, but, uh, definitely, uh, experience helps on the road. And when you have guys that are juniors and seniors and people that have been there, done that, they don't get as rattled as somebody in their first time in the oven. So, uh, uh, I mean, that, that's why I think uh, uh, even this year uh, more than most because so many teams are going through so much transition, what happens is when you got uh, um, seven, eight new guys on a team, even though people have played uh, at other places in college, they haven't played in the Big 12 and they haven't played on the road in the, in the Big 12. So uh, I remember Roy Williams said, when I first got to Baylor, it's the toughest league to win on the road. And a lot of it goes to uh, um, it's always had talented co- uh, uh, players, great uh, 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 fan support and coaches. And, but at the, at the end of the day, um, uh, I, I think we have uh, – we don't have NBA arenas. We have basketball arenas, and I think they're, they're loud. And the, the crowd, uh, they always do play a, a part in a game. And the 13 people on the floor uh, can get affected by uh, a great crowd. Your bench helps too, though. You know, the way y'all kind of track that, it, it does seem like the coaches, the bench and everything, and they get so fired up that I think your team kind of feeds off of that. And I've always thought that was interesting that y'all kind of measure that, especially when you go on the road. It seems like defensive teams – are great on the road. If you're really good at defense, it's been interesting to watch. Y'all go from the zone. You go to man. Uh, Oklahoma was really hurt by your zone. And, 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 you know, Coach Moser said, I did not expect them to do that <laughs> as much as they did. He admitted that. And a lot of times coaches won't yeah. admit that. They don't love admitting that. Yeah. How do you kind of game to game? I mean, is it just a feel kind of early in the game, or is it just – you you know you watch all your film and you're like I think this is going to be much more effective against this team. How do you kind of make that call? Uh, I think all of the above. It's like a pitcher going into a game. Baseball season just started. 
Um, your fastball is your best pitch. That, that's our man-to-man. Um, from there, you got your breaking ball. And some hitters, they struggle with the, with the curve more than others. And uh, some days your uh, fastball is just not working. And I think that's, that's the biggest thing is just to have op- options. And, uh, I mean, just like any scouting report, you go in and you're like, this could work more against this team than that team. But you never really know till you get in the heat of the moment and then uh, see how things are going. And uh, if people are on a rolling man, it's great to have zone and vice versa. So uh, I think uh, 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 just having that option. And as coaches, you, you always have different defenses and whatnot. But uh, if you don't, if you haven't practiced them, um, it's hard to really put your guys in that position in a game. And uh, our staff did a good job practicing zone enough that this time of year we felt comfortable in using it in a game. And our guys have done a great job with that. Obviously, Coach, defense will be a big part of this game. Tomorrow night against BYU, they're still averaging over 80 points a game. And you called them last week kind of the analytical darling. They, they play the numbers and they, they play them really well. So what kind of threat does that pose when there's just so many shooters on the floor? Well, I, it, that, that's where you, you mentioned about you got to have a good defense to win on the road. And part of that is because if you're not getting stops and people are scoring at home, the crowd's really involved. And that means they're probably more energized on the defensive end and probably affecting everybody on the court more. So uh, it's great on the road to be able to get stops. That keeps the crowd out of it. Um, obviously, if you get stops, you have a better chance to get an easy bucket on the other end in transition. And then last with that, um, with teams that have a lot of weapons, people can score in a variety of ways. Um, they're going to score. Uh, you just got to make it as tough as possible on them so that uh, uh, two for five, two for six, two for seven from three is a lot different than four for four from three. All right. Have you found anything? What do you, what do you, uh, in Provo, can you get out? They're big on ice cream, not huge on caffeine. You're not a guy that would be looking for alcohol, but there certainly aren't a lot of opportunities for that. Uh, what do you, what do you kind of, what's the Provo? What do they, what do they know? Have you ever tried the Cougar tail? Yeah, go ahead. You know, I have not tried the Cougar tail and I would like to try that, uh, at some point, but, but Caleb Lohner picked out uh, a lunch spot. It was, Mm. it's called cubbies and it, it, it's one of the best sandwiches i've ever had we got to get that thing in waco it's amazing so you can go with chicken you can have a hamburger you can have steak you know barbecue but it was it was a it was a great lunch spot today uh we're at the hotel and there's a there's a starbucks so uh yeah. as long as i'm getting my coffee staying uh 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 energetic and ready to go we all got a great night's sleep last night and that was really critical because uh, one thing, it's hard to sleep after wins or losses this time of year because you're either too mad or you're too happy, and uh, neither bode well for sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Now, what's a, what's a perfect Scott Drew sandwich there at Cubby's? What'd you go with? That's that's very interesting. I I'd not thought well, of Provo. I went with the chicken yeah. sandwich, but okay. it was so good, then I had to have the hamburger as well because they said that was even better. 
So uh, uh, I'll be full the rest of the night. <laughs> Scott, you're a pretty thin guy. Nice. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you the how your diet. Scott likes to yeah. eat. All right, Scott likes to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on vacation, Matt. You yeah. know, he's away from home. Let him go. That, yeah, that, anything but a vacation. But uh, yeah, just Jacoby Walter. Uh, I mean, I loved, and I know you guys did too, seeing him be that aggressive in that game. And, and again, he's a great teammate. He's not some kind of superstar hunting his shot all the time. And that's what got me wondering, did you, before that last game, almost encourage him, hey, it's okay to be a little more aggressive and look for your shot? Because he, he fired off 17 shots, and he scores 23 points, and he just seemed to really be looking for his shot more, and obviously he was successful. Was that a conversation you had with Jacoby going into that particular game? Every game we've wanted him to be aggressive offensively. I think uh, mm-hmm. what makes him uh, uh, such a uh, uh, a great player is that he's a great teammate and he takes what the defense gives him. And uh, he's done a great job with shot selection this year. Uh, he, he, he wants to take high percentage shots. He doesn't uh, want to, uh, he wants what's best for the team. And because uh, he got off to such a great start early in the season, I mean, he became a marked man where every defense uh, uh, would put two on him and make sure that he didn't get any good looks. And instead of him being consumed with, I got to score this or get this many shot attempts, he's just been concerned with winning. And that's what you want from any great teammate. So uh, some nights the defense gives him more, some nights they take away more, but the better the team plays around him. And that's why six guys in double figures in conference is so critical because uh, if you got six guys, it's a lot harder to stop than if you got one or two. Scott, I wanted to ask you about another player and one with some more experience, and that's Jalen Bridges. Uh, in this first matchup against BYU, he went off for 25, which we all know he's capable of, but I think it's only one of two 20-point games he's had this year. Uh, but he just seems to, we, we use the term in soccer, he didn't put a foot wrong. And it feels like he's been that way all year, just consistently good, doing the things that helps out the team without making big headlines what kind of impact has has Bridges had for you guys this year and is it what you expected when he announced that he was coming back well I think uh 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 is his uh uh offensive efficiency numbers uh have been off the charts he, he doesn't turn it over um he makes free throws uh he rebounds his shooting percentages are good um but he, he's another player that uh cares about winning and if he scores six points and the team wins he's happy um at the same time i think we've wanted him to be a more aggressive as well all year because uh he he has done a good job putting it down and getting to the paint and creating shots for his teammates and getting to the free throw line and the more he does that the better for us just because normally when he does he's he, he doesn't turn it over and, and usually it bolds well for the bears so uh another person that you're confident when he has the ball Seemed like the Mountaineers were a little half-hearted this time. They were really rough on him. I thought he handled it beautifully last season. The other night, it was like their heart wasn't quite in it. I mean, I think deep down they probably like him, and they know he's from there. But um, but, but I always love it because he answers them, doesn't he? I mean, it doesn't. It does not. I don't know how that couldn't have impacted you the year before, but it did not yeah. seem like the same level of booing at least from watching it on tv do you agree with that assessment yes and 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 uh um 
I, I think I think fans booing is uh, that that's there's nothing wrong with that. I think um, uh, the stuff they did on top of the booing and uh, the four letter words from a year ago they they stayed away from, and I was appreciative of that because uh, he is he is from there, and I've had a lot of family members, and um, and that I thought they were I thought they were they definitely booed him, but they were a lot more respectful for him and. Um, that that that's great as a coach. You want you don't want anybody to um, and their family members to uh, hear some of the things that we heard a year ago. There, you would never hear that in the bear pit, would you? Uh, we have nothing but the classiest fans. So <laughs> booing is great. F bombs, we're going to stay away from. All right. <laughs> <laughs> did um, did you get to watch any of the? Uh... The Brittany Griner, um, I'm sure you saw that on social media and everything. And I'm just kind of curious, like, what you remember. I mean, y'all would be obviously sharing a gym and practice facilities and all that. What was uh, what was it like being around Brittany all those years ago and then kind of watching the, the impact she had at Baylor? And what was your thought on uh, seeing her jersey uh, finally retired all these years later? Well, I thought, I thought Baylor did an outstanding job from Mac Rhodes, President Livingstone, uh, their comments on social media. And, uh, uh, Nikki and her staff did a great job. And uh, I think uh, BG was moved and you could see how emotional and how happy she was. And uh, she, she, to me, she's never changed. She's always been uh, a kid at heart, fun-loving, um, obviously a game-changer talent-wise. Um, but, I mean, uh, from her freshman year when she arrived in uh, the Farrell Center, you uh, passed her in the hallway. She'd always smile. She'd always say hello. She's always been energetic. Um, she's uh, uh, been somebody that uh, smiles a lot. Um, so she's done a she's done a great job in uh, always being a, uh, a good role model for the Baylor fans. She'd always take time, sign autographs, and whatnot. She supported Baylor. So uh, really happy for her. And, and uh, um, nothing's changed. Sorry get out there and dunk and she still doesn't need to stretch or anything it's pretty easy for her <laughs> were, were you are, are you into the uh, dunk contest the three-point contest the all-star game itself has kind of turned into a nothing but uh also it had to be cool to see that rising stars and see boy jeremy Keontae. i mean you've had others involved in that over the years i i would think that has to be probably well now that i think about it that had to be the your favorite part of the all-star weekend is when you see your former players involved. Most definitely get, uh, uh, you're just proud and happy for their success. Uh, seeing Jeremy at the last, uh, home game was awesome. Uh, and, uh, uh definitely a highlight. And in 82 games, those guys are so busy. Um, and then when they finally get a couple days off or a day off, um, sleep, rest, you know, they really rather do that. But the fact that he would drive three hours, come up and see, and spend the time uh, with his Baylor family. Uh, uh, that's what makes Jeremy such a, uh, an outstanding young man. And uh, obviously, Keontae's a little further. He can't he can't just drive three hours to the Farrell. But uh, um, he's had an unbelievable year, record-setting year. So proud and happy for his success. All right, you may see some Keontae George jerseys as you make your way around the Provo in the Greater Salt Lake City area. So that's kind of. Fun to see. What did he have? Thirty-three and nine or something the other night. I mean, pretty, pretty amazing. Especially where you yeah. know, yeah, just that he's already having that big really of an high impact. on him around here. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, hey, thanks, Scott. We uh, 
we appreciate it, and uh, I'm glad uh, can, we brought Cam on to make those soccer references. I did not exactly know what that was. Uh, say that again, Cam. That's put what I'm your here foot. Put, it, didn't, it didn't put a foot wrong. And you okay. usually use it for a guy who's, like, not scoring goals, but he's doing really yeah. well. And I think that's Jalen Bridges to a T right now. Not okay. scoring 30, but he's hadn't put a foot wrong. Okay. Scott, I thought you'd appreciate that, some of that Premier League talk hey, breaking out. I appreciate it. I, I was waiting for the big goal call. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's All big right. into the title race. Aaron's got Arsenal. I've got Liverpool. Scott's All on right. my side. I know it. <laughs> oh, <gunners. laughs> I think he's got other things to worry about. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, have a have a great game, and uh, and then uh, that'll be great to watch some uh, Big 12 basketball tonight. Really appreciate it, Scott. Thank you. You guys have a great day. Thanks for all that you do. You bet. Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley show with uh, Cam Stewart, Aaron Sexton. Cam getting some soccer references in there. And, <laughs> uh yeah, I am. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to see. Golly, by the way, um, and, and there's some things Scott said that I do want to explore. The controversial comment about Lincoln being his fir- favorite president. Well, we'll yeah, we'll, I don't, I don't love the suspension of habeas corpus, but I wasn't going to go back on we'll, that. I guess we'll, back and forth we'll, with him. We'll tackle that. See if he thought uh, Daniel Day Lewis is. Uh, portrayal was one of the best on film but uh alabama i mean i i mean i didn't know how to work this in with scott so i thought i would leave it alone i know you were thinking about it though i know you had to and there's the breaking news sounder and aaron and and cam were both involved in getting this out there but adam rittenberg from espn now reporting that alabama is set to hire Christian Robinson is outside linebackers coach, replacing William Inge. Uh, Christian Robinson has been Baylor's linebackers coach. He's also been at Florida and Auburn. I think he played at Georgia. But my goodness, I mean, today, uh, Kalen DeBoer decided, you know what, that that staff the they got down there at Baylor, I think we'll just, I think we'll just take take their whole staff. Uh, this is concerning. Now, on the Christian Robinson, and I like him. And Aaron, you remember me always bringing that up, how much I thought he was a talented young coach. Now, I mean, Dave is coaching those linebackers this year, so in in some ways, I thought Robinson. I mean, if I'm Baylor. Here's what I think about doing it, if he'll do it. I redo, I look at Gary Patterson's uh, contract okay. and just like add this. some of this stuff to his duties. Now, again, Aranda was already going to be coaching these players. So I don't really hold it as much against Christian Robinson as I do Kapilovich, who had been given a job, didn't have a job, brought in, started bringing in linemen. Christian Robinson was basically going to be learning from Gary Patterson and Dave Aranda this year. A guy who is an up-and-comer in coaching. Basically, Aranda said, hey, appreciate you, Christian, and we still want you, but I'm going to coach your position. Um, 
I, I, but again, this is pretty fascinating that in one afternoon, Bama comes after two Baylor assistants. It's the, this already, is what happens when you're a blue blood man, when you win all these <laughs> conference you, championships when, and when, when you're you the go, 14th best program in the Big 12. This is what happens. The, the hottest three and nine program in the country. Yeah. Alabama, the biggest blue blood of them all, is just just hammering this this uh, coaching staff. I, I mean, it's like, I don't, I didn't even mean to do this. I've somehow bookmarked this. I don't want to bookmark it. Okay. Congrats. I, why don't, it's the first time I've ever been able to bookmark <laughs> something. Um, would you, can you come up, you've already come up with Chris oh, Kapiladich. What would you say for Christian Robinson's departure? Yeah, like Robin Gone. Christian uh, Robin Gone, yeah. yeah. I guess that's it, right? Is Robin it, what? Is it that easy? Robin Gone? Gone instead of son. You can get that? Yeah. No, I get it. I, I'm <laughs> just trying to think of a – I'm trying to think of a Mrs. Robin. I'm trying to think of a Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> the, thing. Okay. All right. And here, here's uh, to you. Kaylin loves you more than you will in. know. <laughs> there you go. You go. Robin Dunn. I'm very – Dunn Robin here. Christian. Um, I, I – like – you could just put a big Christian with a question mark. That's a good call. That's a good call. <laughs> as a matter of fact, but I, I'm not pleased. I'm not pleased today. I mean, it's like part of me feels flattered that That's Alabama, big bad Bama, wants all our coaches. Says, well, maybe, maybe the Bears are doing something right. But I, I, I'll just say this. I feel. I don't. I feel way less like I don't even need to come up with a Robinson nickname. I feel way less anger toward Christian Robinson because, sure. again, Dave was going to be doing this. Dave was going to be coaching his position. So, in in some ways, he was a bit expendable. Kapilovic takes the job, starts recruiting. He he becomes one of us. Moves down here. He does the show. He comes to the the Brazos Landing, and then he leaves us at the altar <laughs> to go be with Kalen DeBoer. So I I am fully on board with Capilla uh, Capilla Ditch. Yep. And but I with Christian Robinson, I'm going to just continue to call him Christian Robinson S I N at the end. Robin. Yeah, I. Man, I, this is just robbing us. I yeah, get it. Exactly. Did you get that one? Yeah, no. I mean, it, it's <laughs> it's certainly not not above my uh, ability to <laughs> conceive of your nicknames here. I I'm just what are Baylor people saying? I'm trying to see. We got we're about to have to say good night, sadly. But I'm just kind of and you can always text us by the way two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Yikes. I mean, this is not fun. Oh, last thing on the Baylor, on our Scott Drew conversation. I mean, I, I was really hoping we might get a Langston Love. Oh, boy, you tried. But we got a day-to-day. Yeah. I mean, I really tried to get in there with my sources. You best. think he knows who my sources <laughs> Your are? sources who were on the air, who was on the Earlier air today. less than an yeah. hour before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> when, but I mean, I, it, it, I, he didn't talk out of school. He was there and he was watching. Right, it that's all, the thing. He's, he's there at the Pete, practice and the warm up. Pete was watching and he saw Langston kind of ready to go. The eyes of Susan. What was the other fine. thing? What was the other thing, Cam? What was the best thing to come out of that? To none, uh, Walter. I mean, I, they've been trying. I think they've been staying after him about being aggressive. I think I the think man so. in the zone stuff was cool. Yeah, we may have to revisit that seconds. tomorrow because we just got – we kind of got Scott at the end of the show, and I could see, like – I could see at about 5.30 tomorrow this audience dying to hear from Scott. Big that game, good, so yeah, That of was course. good stuff. And we got a baseball game tomorrow. I was, I was afraid it might knock us off the air, but no, no, we will be – It will not. We will be doing our thing. Okay, thank you, Cam. Thank you, you, Aaron. We got to say goodnight from McLennan County, Texas. It is the Mosley Show. We will see you tomorrow. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. On East Time, we check a Big 12 basketball on Monday afternoon. Modern Media Big 12 shoot around. 